0: It's a
4: matrix attack against Russell Brand. At least that's what Andrew Tate has called it. And I do think it's kind of suspect. It's very strange that all of a sudden, out of the blue, you've got all of these accusations coming out against Russell Brand. And so now there are two conspiracy theories. I love this. The first is that Russell Brand, a known abuser, knew himself that these allegations would soon come to haunt him. So he cultivated a following of anti-establishment personalities and fans so that when it finally came down upon him, he would immediately say, quick, everyone defend me. That's an absolutely absurd conspiracy theory. The other is that the media machine is going after Russell Brand because of a viral clip on Bill Maher where he roasts big pharma and his consistent anti-establishment attacks have resulted in him being the target of the machine. Or the Matrix, as Andrew Tate calls it. I think it's funny that he calls it that. Uh, look, I don't know. We'll go through this. We'll talk about it. But it, I, I would lean more towards, it's very suspicious that across the board, front pages everywhere are going after Russell Brand because he's not Epstein. When they ignore Epstein and target Russell Brand, it makes you wonder. When they ignore Weinstein for 20 plus years and then they go after Russell Brand, it makes you wonder. Granted, they're allegations, so we'll read through this. Then we got big news about this F-35 that apparently just vanished. They did find it the debris field, but here's the craziest thing. They're ordering a stand down on all aircraft because of a series of disasters that just happened. I mean, it may be premature to say, but get won't go broke, I guess for the U S armed forces. We'll talk about all that and more before we do head over to timcast.com. Click Timcast IRL X Miami and pick up your tickets to the event October sixth in Miami. It's going to be awesome. We got Patrick, Bett David, Donald Trump Jr., Matt Gates, Luke Rudkowski. I will be there. Ian Cross will be there. Plus, we have a whole bunch of special guests who are going to start announcing very, very soon. We're going to have a pre-show. We're going to have an after-show. And now I'm just going to—I I don't know if I'm supposed to announce any of this stuff just yet. Alex Stein, of course, is going to be there. He's going to be doing a, uh, I guess we call it stand-up. I don't know how he, how he describes it. He's going to be doing a 15-minute a, a set on stage to warm up just before the show. It's going to be hilarious. And there's a bunch of really high-profile people who are there who are not currently slated. We may announce. I kind of don't want to be like, oh, here's a big list of all of our friends from the show who are going to be there because maybe they just want to hang out, meet people. But uh, we'll put up the list when, we, when we're for sure. Everyone's cool with being uh, shouted out as being there. And I think for the most part, the best thing is if you're an elite member, we're doing a meetup. 3 p.m. that day, location to be disclosed, the last minute, because security reasons. And uh, if you come to the event, we're going to see you there. We're going to be hanging out. I don't know about everybody else, but I'll tell you, I'll be hanging out. and It'll be a lot of fun. Also, if you're at TimCast.com, click join us to become a member. Support our work directly, and you'll get access to our exclusive uncensored members only shows, plus the Discord server, where like-minded individuals have started building stuff. They host their own show, so after the after show, there's an additional conversation with like-minded individuals that keep these conversations going all night. So really, you should sign up because uh, what they're building, the Timcast members community is really, really amazing. You guys rock. Shout out. Smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about all this and more is Adelita's Way.
5: We're happy to be here. it been you? great. Who are you? What are you doing? So I'm, I'm Rick DeJesus. I'm the singer-songwriter of Adelita's Way. Uh, we're on tour right now. Uh, i love god i love my family and uh, i love our country so i'm at the point now where i'm willing to do anything for the people i love right on and we also have another member of adelaide's way
6: what's up i'm trevor stafford i play drums for adelaide's way you guys
4: uh i don't know you're, you're a rock band you you had a you've, I, what you had a bunch of like big hits
5: yeah we've had uh we've had what three number one hits we've got Uh, two gold records we got an independent gold record yeah independent gold (laughs) record that's a big one for us so thank you to our fans for making that possible but we're just trying to pave the way for indie artists man we're we're you know the the typical story we're we're abusing the record industry uh definitely mentally and financially and uh now you know they, they they spent years trying to kind of throw dirt on us but i think now they've given up on that and just said all right this band's gonna have success and we've become one of the most successful independent acts and we really wanna just be, uh, you know, pave the way for other artists who are looking to do this or, or maybe if they feel this way, they feel like they've been defeated, maybe it can give them a resurrection. Plus, we gotta build culture. And so it's, it's, culture.
4: it's awesome that you guys, you know, you went independent, you're, you're doing your own thing, you're fighting the culture war and, and uh, glad to have you here. Should be fun.
0: So thanks for hanging out.
4: Hannah Claire's problems. hanging out.
1: Hey, I'm Hannah Claire Bremlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. I'm really looking forward to tonight. Ian's here too.
0: Yes, and talking about building culture, man. We just we just pumped out a song. I did a song with Adelita Sway called "Power," featuring Ian Crossland. I saw it's tight. Oh, it's <laughs> hot. It's tight. It's powerful. I we recorded it. it from across the country too, and sent and sent the uh,
5: the data. What well, we did, the, the whole thing distance. was interesting because we were last time we were on the show, we actually started the process here. We were like, "What, well, what can we do?" So we we just spent a couple hours down there, you know, doing what we all love, messing around with music, and then uh, it inspired us to go back and, and write an entire song. And then, you know, I remember you in there just jamming and and, and singing Fair harmonies. Fin- yeah, feet. man, we found some sweet hook. You that was a nice out, hook. Dude. I'm bummed you didn't ground with me out there though today. Let's do it, let's do it. <laughs> we Grounding, we weren't breathing together. <laughs> oh, I What's grounded earlier on? today.
0: Did you? Good work, yeah, you look smooth. Yeah,
4: nice and it, and it's pawpaw season. Mm-hmm. So we went out and grabbed some fresh pawpaw. It's the perfect time too. Oh, they were delicious. So usually we forget and then we go out there and they're they're like mushy and you're like, well, let's try and find some good ones. Right now they are perfect. They For those that do pawpaw is hillbilly banana. It's an Appalachian thing. Tastes like mango and banana combined. It's 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 crazy. It's like
2: mango. It's it's nuts. But uh, we also got Carter pressing the buns tonight. Very fitting that I'm here filling in for Serge. I saw you guys out the window, and that's now I know what y'all were doing. But yeah, just last year, we were all at Blue Ridge Rock Fest together, so I'm really excited to be here. Let's do it.
4: All right, let's jump into that first story, ladies and gentlemen. They're coming for Russell Brand. The New York Times. Russell Brand cancels comedy dates after sexual assault allegations. The comedian was scheduled to perform three dates in Britain this month. Now they've been postponed. He's also been dropped from his talent agency. Shows on Channel 4 have been pulled. There's pressure on the BBC and Netflix to pull his shows. Yo, they're coming after Russell Brand with force. I have not seen, a, uh, in, in a long time, I mean, look, they come after him, I, and, and apparently there is a criminal investigation underway as well, I hear people talking about on Twitter, and Andrew Tate says, Matrix attack, that's what he calls it. Some people are comparing this mm. to uh, what they did to Andrew Tate, but I think what they did to Andrew Tate, what they're doing to him is a bit more extreme, they're accusing him of like outright trafficking and stuff like this, but I do find it very interesting that uh, uh, Russell Brand is being so heavily targeted for one simple reason- Epstein has been accused of doing uh, so much more and for such a long period of time to the point where he was actually criminally prosecuted, where you actually had ABC News, Amy Rohrbeck saying, we got him. We got this story and then dropping it when you have someone as devious and malicious evil as Epstein and they do nothing. And then you have Russell Brand and they're like, did you know that 10 years ago, 15 years ago, in one instance, they're saying it was 17 years ago. It's like what, tw- two decade old allegations. And apparently, I don't even know if these allegations, some of them are not even criminal. They're like, he was abusive emotionally. And like, this is all part of the story. You know, they're, they're destroying, they're trying to destroy this guy's career and pull him off uh, out of the face of the of the of of, of of mainstream conversations and, and, and commentary for decades old allegations. I just, I got to say, right off the bat, it seems kind of strange. So I do want to play for you this clip here because this is sparking conspiracy number one. Simon Atiba says, many are now saying this clip, this video clip might be why Russell Brand is being attacked. Watch. Let's play this clip from Real Time with Bill Maher. This thing's probably got, I don't know, 50 million views because it's being reposted everywhere. But here you go.
3: Mm. Would you... (laughs) (laughs) If you'd like... You just get the fuck out of here. This is not the place. He said he's going to give
0: them facts. We love facts. I love
3: facts. I wouldn't have mentioned it. I'm English, and you know that politeness is our fundamental religion. (laughs) But they do pertain to this issue. So may I say something? If they inconvenience you, I'll stop saying them. The pandemic created at least 40 new big pharma billionaires. Pharmaceutical corporations like Moderna and Pfizer made $1,000 of profit every second from the (laughs) COVID-19 vaccine. More than two-thirds of Congress received campaign funds Funding from pharmaceutical companies in the 2020 election, Pfizer chairman Albert Baller told Time magazine in July 2020 that his company was developing a COVID vaccine for the good of humanity, not for money. And of course, Pfizer made hundred right. billion dollars okay. in profit right. in 2022. Right. And may I just mention, finally, and these are this is also a fact, that you, the American public, funded the development of that. The German fund, public funded the BioNTech vaccine. When it came to the profits, they took the profits. When it came to the funding, you paid for the funding all i'm querying is this yes is if you have all an right. economic system in which pharmaceutical companies benefit hugely from medical emergencies where a military okay. industrial complex yeah. benefits from war where energy companies benefit from energy crises you are going to He's generate right. states of perpetual crisis yes. where the interests of ordinary and, people and, well, yes and- separate from the interests of the elite.
4: and he hit the nail on the head with the hammer then people are saying like that's it right there I'm not going to go I don't I think it's silly to say this one clip did it cuz I think I don't know when's this clip from do we even know when that show was I'm, I'm pretty sure it was from a while ago but I will say it's that kind of sentiment that's going to make you a lot of enemies
6: I'm still waiting for my Pfizer check
5: that's for sure
4: Well are you guys sponsored? I know all these media companies are you know sponsored by Pfizer all these news
5: outlets I'll tell you this could be first of all you know innocent or proven guilty how many times have you seen allegations go against an athlete someone who who Uh, seems to be not part of the whole matrix they call right someone that's not in in bed with the elites how many times have you seen the allegations come the name drug through the mud for two a year or two all to all to find out in the end that that there's no charges nothing ever happens but then what happens is you 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 get uh associated with being a rapist you get if say say russell brand say that, that, that this goes on for some time he everything you know, nothing, nothing happens, right? Oh, innocent, no, nothing really that we see that's gonna get him jail time. People are still gonna say, oh, didn't he rape women?
1: Yeah, anytime his name comes in an article, they're anytime. gonna say uh, Russell Brand, who was accused of this, whether or not yep. anything's actually proven. Right. They'll put,
4: and, it, they'll put the commas, Russell Brand, comma, who was accused of multiple
5: rapes, comma. Right, mm-hmm. and it taints your legacy. And, and I think he, he says a whole lot more than, than this. This is big. He's He's, you know, obviously saying, information that people may not know that that's good to know. And and I think uh, they're going after him because they're trying to set the tone that if you revolt, if you're going against anything that we're displeased with right now in time, this could be you. You could be the one next that that's getting this, you know, unjust system. I think that the justice system is becoming, um, you know, completely favorable to the elites who can kind of do whatever they want I think it's always been kind of like it's getting worse though they're doing it in front of our faces now now it's just like you know with jaywalking we don't like this guy look at oh who do you vote for look at him yeah give him two years in prison and then someone over here does the worst thing you could possibly do and 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 it's just somehow they program all of our minds to not care that that they kill all these people or do I think this could simply be if you are outside
4: the establishment and mainstream narrative, you are not allowed to be in the establishment.
7: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumbacasino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
4: No purchase necessary. BGW, avoid, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. and the mainstream. So this could be for a lot of reasons. One, uh, we, a super chat just popped in. They, uh, OMG Puppies made a good point saying that he's anti-war. He's anti-Ukraine war. And for the UK, I mean, oof, they're they're more serious. They're sending depleted uh, uh, shell, depleted uranium shell uh, tank busters. I think they're called these. And, and, and Putin said that these are basically nuclear weapons. So you've got someone in the UK doing that. They excise him from everything. This is their way to reduce his influence. I don't think they care about the aftermath. They're basically saying he should not be on mainstream television. He should not be on Netflix, BBC, Channel 4. He should be in the, in the gutters of society along with Alex Jones and you name it. They should not be platformed as it were. How do you get someone off of a network? If Russell Brand is featured in these TV shows... They generate attention for him. And that brings people to his podcast where he outright says we should not be funding war. We should not be funding big pharmaceutical companies. Okay, you got a problem. Well, you can't just sever the contracts you have with them unless you have a morality violation. Now you have your morality clause violation against Russell Brand, impropriety. And it's like, why would his talent agency drop him overnight? It's like, come on. There's not a conviction. It doesn't matter. This is their way of saying we are removing him from polite society because we don't like the things he has to say.
5: And it's funny because they—they they, none of this came out when he's playing the role of a guy that all he does is drink, do drugs, and have sex, <laughs> right? That We want to represent this guy. He's the perfect guy. Yeah. Or
1: the years that he spent talking about his sex addiction in his stand-up comedy, right? Like right. He was open about the fact that he lived essentially a degenerate lifestyle. I mean, it was fueled by addiction. It's complicated. I get that, but no one thought, ah yes, while his uh, initial star was rising, I should come forward with these allegations, right? He has been a popular name for a long time. Why now?
5: Well, when the casting comes in and and the casting says looking for sex addicted rock star, you know, it, 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 literally his agent's like, that's my guy, you know, I have and the then perfect guy. I have the perfect guy. And then he, he, you find out now they're trying to say, he does these things in real life. And you're like, I kind of figured that was the case anyway, but they're, they're just trying to put a bad spin on what I think. Um, I, I wanna see it, I wanna see the well, evidence. Well, I, I wanna... mean,
4: a- accusing the dude of rape, I think, is completely over the top, right? Right. Like, you, you might look at him and be like, he's- 10 years he's, later. Yeah, but like to to assume that he has these behaviors because of his character and his persona and stuff, it's like, well, no, I might I might assume that he's at like crazy clubs and parties and doing nasty stuff, but not abusing people. I mean, that's like accusing him of a like. I, I wouldn't assume Russell Brand's committing crimes against people. You
0: know what I mean? You know, it's crazy that two people can get drunk, blackout drunk, have sex for not even know they did it because they're blacked out. Then the next morning, the woman can say, "I didn't, I didn't agree to that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't cognitively." But a, but a man
1: can't. If if I if that happened to a woman and they're both blackout drunk, the woman can say, "I was raped," but the man can't say, "I right. was raped," which is terrible, right? Like, I thought, we, I thought, we're the feminists. I thought we were all gender equal. Why can't men well, do it too? But, did, but the, the fault is always on the men.
4: No, but didn't someone do this? There was a guy who came out and said that he was raped by some woman, like, abruptly. Yeah, this this happened once, and everyone, I can't remember who this was. Everybody was like, uh, oh, he, he, you see the game he's playing? He's going to be the first one to make the accusation so that he can't be accused because he's, he's the one making the a- accusation. I can't remember. There's a a story. Maybe the people in the chat will not remember.
1: I mean, similar stuff comes up when you get, you know, high school students who sleep with their teacher and everyone's like, wow, great job. But if it's a girl, they're like, that man was out of control, which, of course, in both scenarios, the adult is in the wrong there.
4: Here's something funny, too. People need to watch out for. I mentioned this on my morning show. They say that Russell Brand, one of the accusers, was 16 at the time. And you're like, whoa, that's that's crazy. But you got to ask yourself first, how old was Russell Brand? Because imagine, you know, uh, if someone came out was like, Ian Crossland dated a 16 year old, when he was 16.
0: That, you know that's I mean? actually like, true.
4: Right, so it's like the, saying Ian da- Ian Crossland dated a 16 year old, people were like, whoa, that's crazy. Wait, wait, you know, wait no, she was 15. And we need she to see 15. if this is a fact.
5: <laughs> and we need to see if this is actually, you could just say, see, we're hearing hearsay right now. I wanna see the facts, I wanna see the case. I'm, I'm not just gonna call him a rapist, and then two years later, like, he actually never did it, and then right. he's still this rapist. But, uh, but I, I do wanna say one more thing too. Uh, Russell Brown was 31
4: at the time of the allegations of the 16 year old. And so oh, it's it's oh, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give the guy a free pass either. There's, there's accusations, innocent until proven guilty. I don't think he should lose his job at all just because these claims are coming out. And they're not even, I, I think these claims for the most part are not even claims, uh, claims of criminality. I think there may be a couple, but in the instance of a 16 year old, I think that the age of consent, as all the news reports are, are saying, it was legal. Doesn't mean good. Mm-hmm. Like 31-year-old hitting up a 16-year-old. Kind of weird. Not great. Yeah, Assuming it's true. But criminal, mm. And then it's a question of, I mean, are we going to, look, dude, is this 20 years ago? If the dude committed a crime or whatever, we hold him accountable. I just think when you have Epstein and they don't care at all.
1: And weirdly, none of his victims seem to be allowed to come forward at all ever. Right. A couple right. of them do and then we suddenly, they get they Where's disappear. that client list? Yeah,
4: Maria yeah. Farmer.
0: She's got a, I'm she's just, the one. Listen to her.
4: It's just amazing. What were we saying, Ian? I don't I don't, I don't I don't, know. I didn't read this part of the story. You mentioned that like a journalist reached out to these yeah, women.
0: I was, people were saying that he's being targeted. I'm like, well, let's look into it. And then I looked into it. And, and apparently a, a, a journalist took it upon herself to contact these women and be like, do you want to be in a story about Russell? Do you want to accuse Russell Brand? Do you want to? And like ask these people to come out. And I don't know if this is 100%. I haven't like been able to confirm or deny because I don't know the behind the scenes workings. But it sounds like it, it was a reporter that kind of put all this together. I just want
4: to, I want to, I want to say, uh, I'll say two quick things because we, 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 got some great messages in the chat. Uh, this is, uh, um, uh, Amtru said that he said, you said it to him. They're going to go after lawyers for doing nothing next to media personalities. I didn't think this would be like in relation to J6, right? I didn't mean like someone like Russell Brand. I meant people who are actively promoting J6, but I do want to say this is modern assassination. The way they, the way they target people, uh, uh, Powerful elites, corrupt individuals, mafias, whatever, back in the day was assassination. They th- that, That's reserved now for extreme circumstances related to international conflict war. What they do now, you can observe with Julian Assange, falsely accused of rape to taint the media. You then got all of these intel asset media agencies, prominent mainstream media, they kept saying Julian Assange raped a woman, he was accused of rape, none of it was true. He was never accused of rape, that never happened. Right. Then they, then they lock him up for it and he knows the charges are bunk and so then he goes to the Ecuadorian embassy and then the media runs the attack again and again and again. Julian Assange flees rape charges, rape charges. There was never a rape charge. Mm-hmm. He was never accused of raping anybody. The media just kept lying about it because character assassination is how you do it. If you assassinate someone Let's say and and look I love this the you know the, the media is going to be like conspiracy theories dude come on assassinations get they get busted all the time we know it happens the dark web has these things if you're if if they are trying to take out someone who's politically powerful or influential and that person dies they become a martyr people paint pictures of their face on a wall so the modern technique is destroy the image of the person first and then make make it unacceptable or unthinkable to say their name or cite them
0: yeah i would call this modern banishment where you used to actually throw them out of the country, now you debank them and make their making them agent drop them and stuff. They, it doesn't matter where they live; they're just not welcome to be part of the society. And you're getting and then,
5: banished for what for for trying to start a, 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 a try to inform the civilians, trying to start a revolution of some sorts for us because we, we know at this point that we're fed up, right? All of us. Uh, uh, there's a lot to be fed up about, and it, it it brings fear for for communities. It brings fear for leaders to step out and say we're not going to take any more of this we're we're standing up to this and it's going to make less people want to want to you know kind of put their put their foot down and and, and revolt against the abuse of power that's been happening uh, uh ex- extremely the past few years i mean it's been happening our whole life our whole lifetime but it's really really getting done in front of our face more recently and i've got little kids to raise so i i, I want them to 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 grow up in a in a good civilization right so they can just do this to you they can just you know 30 years for january 6th which was obviously planned and and kind of scripted out to happen that way and then and then look what they do they they, they're setting an example for anybody that wants to be a part of any form of revolution that's a problem because we may need a revolution at some point during our lifetimes. I like how, yeah, I think Elon's effectively creating a revo- legal
0: revolution by reorganizing the business and uh, infrastructure of the world with like building out the electric car thing, getting us up into space with reusable rockets. So it's kind of like, you know, the technology is the revolution. The way we communicate is the message itself. The meaning is the, me- or the message is the meaning. I think that was a, a really famous quote by, uh, I'm not sure who said that. Is
6: there, is I there, wanna...
0: oh, sorry.
4: No, I want to pull up this tweet. We have this tweet from Brian Krasnstein. Marshall
0: McLuhan was the guy. Sorry, Tim, keep going.
4: We have this tweet from Brian Krasenstein. He says, I see a lot of people claiming that the media and the establishment have it out for Russell Brand. And that's why these allegations came out. Do you know which what's more likely? Now, I'm going to pause here because the allegations he's making are both the same allegation. That Russell Brand knew he did bad things and created an audience that would challenge the establishment. And then he says, or did he do the same? I think he made a mistake in this one. But I want to play this video that he that he posted. This is the most insane conspiracy theory. And it it's... It actually makes me think this is a quote-unquote matrix attack against Russell Brand. Let me play the clip for you.
0: Of course, he's known
1: since Me Too started that there are women out there who have stuff on him and that it's only a matter of time before they come forward and expose him for what he is. He's not an idiot. He has known that this day was coming. And so he's had the incentive over the last few years to cultivate a following of people who distrust the media, who think that the media are out to get Russell Brand and that they'll do anything that they can to do that. And that's what he's been doing since Me Too started. That's the only way that he avoids being cancelled. That's the only way that this guy with the God Complex stays relevant is if he cultivates this following of people who will disbelieve anything the media
3: put out about him because they don't trust the media. He has everything to gain from doing that, and that's exactly what he's done successfully.
4: Yeah, I think it's really funny that this is the conspiracy theory that liberals are going with because Russell Brand was at Occupy Wall Street. When did Me Too start? 2017. 2017. Okay, yeah, Russell Brand has always been, been political. He went to numerous Occupy events. He's consistently spoke up, spoken up about these things, but I love this conspiracy that 15 years ago, he's like, you know, one of these days, they're gonna come after me for all the horrible things I've done. I better start cultivating a bunch of conspiracy theorists who will think that the, the, the media is lying about me. Oh, like, like, the ultimate and then he waited. and mastermind.
1: Or he's he, like. Yeah. He
4: knew, he knew 15 years ago that Me Too was coming. Apparently mm-hmm. Me and Too. And he didn't warn anybody. So he he's... went to
1: Occupy to start spreading the word and then That's... people would like him. And then he felt like, this is the craziest thing I'm talking about. Honestly, I wish it were true because that would be even funnier in some way. <laughs> that he had this crazy long term vision for like, first, I've got to make some terrible choices in my life, but I will protect myself by cultivating a podcast. Like, it's crazy. And I, I but not even myself. that. Him
4: being like, in 10 years, I'll start a podcast that cultivates anti establishment fans. But for now, I must go to Occupy Wall Street to start them off. Yeah, open. you saw him make it. <laughs>
1: craziest whiteboard timeline of all time. He's it's got like, a okay, mega a time it.
0: machine. He's there. got a mega mind dome. Correction, <laughs> it's it was up there. 2006 that uh, Me Too was coined by Tarana Burke, an advocate for in, uh, for women in New York. But yeah, it was 2017 yeah, yeah. that it went right. viral. Nobody
4: knew what it was Dude, until
0: Russell Brand in like 2013 started something called The Trues, do you remember that? Where it was like, instead of the news, oh, it was The yeah, Trues. He right. got
5: woken up early on, yeah, red we, pill, he's all about we it. We don't need Russell Brand's story to not trust the media. <laughs> we already <laughs> don't trust the media. It's like, I watch the news at this point and I'm looking at, when I watch like CNN, I can like tell their federal agents. I'm like, yeah, I wonder when they graduated what, from their. What, what, is it
4: because the Chiron says former CIA director when they talk? <laughs> right.
5: Or, or even, the, even the girl that's trying to Bro, just these, be there, like, I'm like, you're these dead. But these
4: uh intel uh, uh, officials and, and analysts and everything get jobs at the corporate press and, and the Chiron says like former CIA and they're there. In these roles, mm-hmm. it's not even—it's not—it's not even a joke. It's just like, yes.
5: How was your mind control course when you were at the FBI? It's yeah. going great. I'm doing it right now. You know what's messed <laughs> up about these allegations, though, is that
6: when they when you get when they get the get you on this, you can't defend yourself. You're now you're in a, you're in an investigation. You can't say anything to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. So now they could just drag your name through the mud yep. for however long it takes. And this is what you were talking about earlier. Like, how do we fix this? Because. Now your whole legacy is tarnished because you can't say anything about, you know, your you gotta, allegations. out gotta win a culture war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. if you say, no, I
0: didn't, then you're acknowledging the premise of the accusation. Yeah. Your lawyer tells you not to say nothing. You know, the
1: culture war. that's why I like that. Like, he put out a statement being like, none of this is true, right? Like, there are so many people who try to, like, put their head in the sand, and be like, it's not happening, uh, or, like, I'm you sorry. know, I'm so sorry that you guys feel like maybe I did something wrong in the past. Like, just being like, no, none of this is real is more interesting. It's also more true to character for Russell Brand. Yeah. I think, as much as, you know, a lot of people in this room know already not to trust the media, when he went on Bill Maher, and I think it was in March, that clip, him saying all of these things, you know, as many people who were like, oh my gosh, good point, there are just as many people being like, yes, thank you for saying this on a national platform like they're pretending like he came up with this idea of you uh, un- it is
7: Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper
1: people who don't trust the media, people who don't trust the media find each other all the time.
6: Bill Maher was trying to cut him off so hard to use like, okay, that's enough. enough. (laughs)
4: Right. (laughs) Don't say it. Don't say bad things about Pfizer. (laughs) Oh, what awful companies. I love that clip where it's like today's broadcast is brought to you by Pfizer, brought to you by Pfizer, Mm -hmm. brought to you by Pfizer. It's like every single media company. And that's the way it goes, man. And that's why, uh, uh, you know, we, for the most part, don't have a lot of sponsors for this show. We do on the podcast audio side of things. And it's because like, I don't want to be put in these positions. There's a reality that someone might come to us and be like, hey, you know, we sell this product and then we'll be like, oh, sounds totally cool. Then we'll do ads and then we'll get emails and be like, hey, did you know this product is actually bad because they do these things to their employees? And it's like, okay, what do we do? They've, They've paid us. It's a conflict of interest. Do we drop them? That's like cancel culture. How do we investigate something like that? It's like, oof. That stuff's rough yeah i don't want to tell people we're not going to shout out their companies because we have that fear though but there is the 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 other side of predominantly why i wouldn't want to go with a major corporation is because like dude i assume if you're at a certain size you're probably just evil you know like any, any massive like starbucks oh, look i like starbucks right heavy they're one of the only coffee shops with heavy cream you want to get coffee and you're walking down the city but i'm just convinced they're evil
5: oh yeah i you think know? they're poisoning everyone at, at yeah. when <laughs> you start really looking into the health uh, be 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 very afraid of, of what you eat If you're not eating all grass-fed, organic, raw Everything's gotta be like Absolutely untainted it, it, Starbucks is tainted definitely You could taste it If you really just stop and listen to your body You, you could feel the poison what, what are oh the ingredients gosh, on that not thing? not call me out is high, for is having it high this fruit, high fruit corn syrup?
1: Um, It says uh, The ingredients are brewed Starbucks trademark coffee, water coffee Reduced fat milk, Can't sugar, cocoa, pectin That's it
0: 15 yeah, percent of that company is owned by Blackrock and Vanguard. <laughs> <laughs> but the
4: Guys, question I is caffeine I'm when, they, so sorry. when it says sugar is it high fructose corn syrup
6: or is it like cane
4: sugar Man. either way sugar's bad Does it <laughs> say it on t- there? one's
6: real it bad. Well, this, this is a secret that you sugar
1: need, but, a, but typically they specify right
6: a, yeah a secret that you learn in the holistic uh, natural medicine world is when it says natural flavors they are legally allowed to put whatever they want under that yeah that there's no regulation And what is it like
4: raspberry flavored comes from beaver ass
0: yeah or something like oh, that. Don't um, trust anything that has yeah, natural it. no, flavors. The, it's anal, no, look it beaver anal glands. They're it's called um
2: Yeah, look it up. You know what I actually Is it raspberry hear that somewhere? I I think that's actually true. I don't Yeah, I'm you typing in beaver anal
0: gland flavor just so you know. Castoreum <laughs> is what it's called and yes, it produces a uh, The power of the mind, man. I can smell what beaver is it ass raspberry? smells like. Oh, God, yeah, it's I just so disgusting it. to read about it. It hasn't even gotten to the food part yet. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> in food. Um,
1: We've had a beaver's asshole. learn new face. things on this show. It's great. What it say? say?
0: Ver- flavor schnapps, commonly, yeah, variety of schnapps. doesn't really say what specific flavor it is. Vanilla? Have you
6: ever seen a beaver swimming? No, I said vanilla. Underwater? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, they, vanilla. They're, they're like awesome swimmers. Yeah. I saw vanilla, one. When I was a, fishing the other day, and it was just flying. That's awesome. This says vanilla.
4: I thought it was uh, like raspberry. It says, uh, the FDA regards castorium as natural flavoring. Just in time for the holiday cookie season, we discovered that vanilla flavoring in your baked goods come from anal excretions of beavers.
0: <laughs> it was also considered to be used in the oh, in cigarettes to increase the, the smell, the flavor, and the odor. <laughs> <Huh>. Wow. <laughs> Little did you know. Did Have be- you ever seen the videos of the pink slime boat. when yes. they're making
4: hot dogs? Mm-hmm.
0: Ugh, hot well, dogs that's like ground and, up. All of
4: and the and yeah, pink McDonald's slime, nuggets Full bone. but they
5: taste so good. Yeah. So when, when did you, try, you get into I, the I, health?
1: I, when did you guys get invested in this?
5: Um, I've been so, so I'm an athlete. I've been playing uh, sports my whole life, but lately I've been trying to biohack. You know, I feel like I'm I'm in a, a place where I want to see I want to see what I can do. I want to see what I'm capable of is as, as, you know in, in in this in this body I have. So, I've been working on biohacking. I've been you know, micronutrients, uh everything I put in my body at this point is really thought out. I wake up. I I do the I do the sauna. I cold plunge. I I hop. Breathe. I ground. I do I do any form of of biohacking for health. And I want to see. I notice the difference in my life. I notice my focus. I notice I play sports at a higher level. I notice a lot of benefits of it. So I've been really doing that for the past year, hard. But my whole life I've been involved in in uh, you know trying to eat right and I mean not when I was 12 right when I'm 12 I'm eating pizza and french fries that was the turnaround for me when I learned you know my mom I love her but she, she was feeding us frosted flakes and all, all these things when you look at this stuff when you look up what frosted flakes or what Doritos and what these the, these foods do to you they kill us that's it they are poisons they're chemicals they're hazardous to our health it, it's 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 crazy that we consume this but we're we're used to it
6: and do you like
1: evangelize it to the rest of the band or how does this work
6: (laughs) yeah my wife's a naturopathic doctor she's been a naturopathic doctor for like 10 years and when i'm home from tour like she was doing all her schooling online and uh so i was just soaking in all the information so, yeah, I've known about seed oils for like eight years. Seed oils. <laughs> do, do you guys Let's, go into stem cells and
5: uh, like stem cell therapy or NAD? I'm going to oh, yeah. do, do, I do NAD and I'm going to do stem cell therapy in January on on my knee. Uh, oh, where, where are you going? You going to Tijuana, CPI? <laughs> I'm going to go to Mexico. Is yeah. it is it
4: cellular performance? Institute? I haven't
5: picked that out yet, but I'm already going to Mexico City for something else. So I was going just... go to
4: just. Go to cellular performance. Institute, it's where we went. And it's, uh, okay. Eddie Bravo shot him out on Joe Rogan. Those guys are awesome. And it's- I'm gonna go. Bro, you, you you sit in a chair looking at the ocean and there's dolphins. Like, it's so amazing. I wanna do it. So Rick,
0: would yeah. you like genetically alter yourself to be healthier?
5: Like like straight up CRISPR tech? No. Nope. It's gotta be from God or it's gotta be for something that, that, that is natural. I, I'm The more, the older I get, the more I learn everything that we need is on this earth to heal ourselves, everything. The earth heals us. God has put every single thing we need here to heal us. If you don't have a cold plunge, you could you could get a cold shower. You, you, could, you could stand out in the rain if, if you're in an area like this, right? There's, there's ways to be re-energized, the sun. Everything we need is here. I heard a lot about cold plunges. a lot about putting your head under. So if you don't have a full tank,
0: just get like a big bowl, put well, ice they, in it, and then <laughs> submerge your head for like 20 seconds. They say you should take cold showers in the morning.
5: I do. You shouldn't take hot showers. I never take hot showers, everything's yeah. cold.
4: Yeah, it's like, what is it? It's, it's hot at night, and cold in the morning or something like that, if you're going to do it.
5: I just, I just steal I just jump in and get it as cold as possible. And I just, I just let it. Just, it's that first second breath. where it's like, ooh, but then
4: afterwards yeah. you feel like I'd energized. Yeah. Let's jump to this next story. This is big news, ladies and gentlemen. Marine Corps leader orders safety stand down of all aircraft after F-35 disappearance. I want to give a shout out to the, to the lectern guy. Because he posted a meme of himself carrying <laughs> the missing f-35 out of the capitol building it
1: was a funny day for people making fun of this there was a, i have to find his name but one of the congressmen posted one of the milk cartons with the missing, missing. so he's so, like if you find it call the dod
4: here's the story there was uh, an f-35 uh the pilot ejected it remained an autopilot and no one knew where it went and so everyone was very concerned that it was flying around uh, they found a debris field, I guess, so it did crash. Well, we but were- n- but now this is the crazy thing that they say uh, uh they're they're ordering the safety stand down. Apparently that have been there have been a series of failures. There's been more than one. Three they say them. the Pentagon said in a statement that the pause in operations would allow units to discuss aviation safety matters and best practices. During a safety stand down, aviation commanders will lead discussions with their Marines, folks and fundamentals, blah, blah, blah. As Ian just mentioned, it was it was three different incidents. What was what was the time period? Was, like the past couple of weeks? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is crazy, man. Look at this. They say the decision to stand down comes after two deadly Marine Corps crashes last month. An F-18 pilot died during a training flight near San Diego and three Marines died and more were wounded when an Osprey crashed off the coast of Australia. The Pentagon noted the two previous accidents in its statement Monday. I'm sorry, man. I, I mean no disrespect. I know, you know, these are men and women in uniform who they're losing their lives in these instances. But when they lower the standards and they inject the wokeness into our armed forces and people of merit don't want to be there and people who probably shouldn't are this is what you'll get and it's it's not just in the in the military in the air force or whatever in the marines it's going to be
0: everywhere mm-hmm. it's possible that it is like what you're saying is incompetence and that they really have to shut down and make sure these guys are trained or it could be that our machinery is getting hacked and they are afraid that if they keep it up and running that it's going to get turned around on us that so is they're scary. i was just going to
6: gonna Did you guys hear about the hacking that just happened in Vegas like last week?
4: Let me tell you about the hacking in Vegas. It was everywhere. It wasn't Vegas. It wasn't in Vegas. Oh, really? This is is crazy. Yeah. This this, like, so first, let me just slow down and say, because I'm going to get excited on this one. Ian makes a really, really good point that we could be being attacked. And how do you check to know an osprey crash? So it's easy for us to be like, "Get woke, bro." Go, ha. ha. But it could be that the system had a, had a worm implanted in the oper- in the operating system, the guidance system, and then it crashes, and they're like, "It looks like an accident." Now they order a stand down. I kind of feel like that's a possibility. But here's here's what's crazy about Vegas: Caesar's Entertainment got hacked. They paid the bill. Because they are morons. I think it was forty million dollars. Ransomware hit Caesar's Entertainment Systems. This is not just one casino. The Caesar Caesar's Entertainment MGM. is a is a ton of different casinos, like Aria. MGM got hit, separate company, and they said we will not pay. Smart move. However, holy crap! In D.C. at the Nash at National Harbor, which is they, they clear National Harbor is one of the highest grossing casinos in the country. My understanding, I could be wrong. Grossed six hundred million dollars last year. Is what I'm told. And if you wanted to play there, everything was cash like the olden days. It's, I mean, I kind of, I, I, I should have gone and checked it out because it sounds crazy. But what they were saying, what the guys were telling me is that you'd go to a slot machine, you could only put cash in. And when you printed out a ticket, they would come and hand pay you because there was no machines to put it anywhere. D-
0: that's what I'm talking about. There's no way in hell I'm going to settle for a USBC, a central bank digital currency. Yeah. Are you crazy? <laughs> no one is going li- to stand for that. When
6: the power goes out, can't do nothing the
4: hell you expect let society run oh dude worse than that man so with with caesar's paying the bill i mean it's remarkable how stupid these people are but they're probably thinking like look it's 40 million dollars we make billions every year just pay it otherwise we could lose you know insert amount of money yeah what they don't get about this is that the ransomware didn't go anywhere You paid the bill, your computer's turned back on. Well, you still got to flash your entire system. You still got to rewind it to get rid of that malware. And you don't know where it is. They can do it again. They'll do it again. And they will do it again. So MGM said, we're not paying it, probably because they were like, guys, if we pay this, we lose the 40 million, then they could come right back a week later and do it to us again.
5: Well, it could also be any one of us. It could be all of our bank accounts. It just shows you that they're getting to the money. Y- you know, they're getting the money off Caesars. They're, 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 they're fi- This is an attack, like what you said, and, and it was a... An attack that led to someone making...
6: It's actually Joe Biden's ransomware so he could help pay for the Ukrainian war.
5: Yeah. Man. Been, I'm surprised the F-35 didn't end up in... Oh, we found it was over in Ukraine. Yeah, some is, people thought they took it, it to Cuba,
0: that it just autopiloted its way over to Cuba for the Chinese to take over yeah. and, and study. Yeah.
4: So this is the this is kind of crazy of a reality stretch. of where we're at. I think mm-hmm. it makes up, brings up a really good point. We should consider the, the, the military implications, right? I, I think it's fair to point out the, the lowering of standards. I think it's kind of an Occam's razor, but... It's hard to know for sure. What what is the simpler solution? That our armed forces have been in a state of decay with people retiring, resigning and not wanting to be involved anymore because of the injection of wokeness? Those are that's a true story. Yeah. Or is it simpler to say we get attacked? They're, they're ha- cyber attacks are legit and real and we are at war with Russia whether anyone wants to admit it or not. Yeah. Yep. And three, people- three three crashes in a month. Could that be I, I, I feel like it sounds conspiratorial to say, but we are in, in war. Is it possible that Russia's like, let's start attacking their infrastructure? Well, and
1: Russia knows that we continuously miss all of our our recruiting goals. Like, it's not a secret that we're not doing well in terms of recruiting high quality candidates. We are open about the culture that we are breeding in the military. I mean, videos of what was it, one of the, the sailors, like in uniform, they spins and he's in drag. Like these things go viral all the time. So I, I don't think it's a one or the other. I think it's a combination of both. People know that we are vulnerable right now. Yeah,
5: well, have, but look have, at these wars. Sorry, Trev.
6: Have you seen what China's doing with their military recruitment? No. They're starting to train little kids. Mm hmm. Oh, how old? They have like like straw figures with j- Japanese uniforms on them and these little kids are stabbing them with like... That makes me think wow. they're preparing for war in the next 10 years. A lot of people yep. are saying that a speculation just to get like national... Uh, to get these kids like kind he of brainwashed yep. in the beginning like they're Ready not actually war. training them. But they
4: want them to fight in 10 years. Well, they're, yeah. they're
6: preparing yeah. for it.
0: Whether or not they want it, I don't know. And I don't want sense. it either.
1: I mean, China does this with everything, right? They're famous for their gymnasts who get separated from their, van- their families at young ages mm. just to train all the time to become the best. I mean... It is about keeping up the national standard yeah. there. Uh, and they're
6: having a, a really big uh, famine lookout right now because uh, what's it, the Xi Jinping or whatever? Mm-hmm. He's he's like starting to talk about world hunger is all of our, or, or world food production is all of our, you know, responsibility. Mm-hmm. And they're tr- they're saying that because of the droughts and the, uh, the floods that their uh, production, their food production is like really, really bad right now. Yeah. And then you got to consider... What does a country do when they don't have food
4: for their people? Do they just so, say, guess we die, or do they take food from
5: someone else? Oh yeah. But they have a pattern of letting, you know, China has let 90 million people starve and die before and have been famine. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna this say China will let them. Yeah, it's in their history and they're yeah. not going to
1: admit it right like it's the, yeah the, it's not like they're going to be like oh please un give us some extra right. food they're just going to sacrifice their people for right
5: the think the about the military too you're, you're you're a strong soldier in the military you see what's going on does this does does everything that's happened in ukraine if you were to study everything that happened in ukraine and they were like you're getting ready to okay now we got to send american troops over you're going to ukraine what would you say no you'd be like no. pass yeah. no. right pass who would it get to it'd well, be down to people who probably don't even know how to pull a gun out of
1: and we were already also. coming out of that with Afghanistan, right? I mean, we were in the uh, all of the conflict in the Middle, Middle East for so long. There were tons of people who grew up feeling disin- disenfranchised, like and right. Then on top of that, there's a complete culture of I I, I don't want to do this. I, there's not a culture of patriotism. It's it's a good thing you see it in some pockets of society, but. Overall, we don't really have any incentive to be in the military other than the financial benefits, which for a lot of people, it makes a huge difference, right? Being able to get on GI Bill and have housing and stuff like that. But uh, I think we are severely disadvantaged, so.
0: Today I was about, two in the afternoon after I was reading about this F-35, I was like, I want to join the military for the first time in my life. And it wasn't to fight. It was so that we don't have to fight. And it was to protect and to serve as some sort of intelligence aspect. Like, I've been thinking about drones getting hacked and turned around on us for like seven years. Is military
4: not aware of that? Are they not focused on that? There's There's two trains of thought. The first is that the system is decaying and corrupt, led by morons. And so good luck. It's a bureaucratic nightmare and people don't feel fulfilled because it's hard to move around and do things properly without playing some weird game. The other thought is the actual US military is a well-oiled machine run in secret through black operations and you'll never know. Yeah. Pick one.
5: Maybe it's both. A little bit of both, huh? I meet some I meet some strong military guys, but they all seem not pumped about the direction of like we're talking about the direction of the military the, the 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 guys that i meet are that are like that are like ready to to go i believe are now rocking with civilians like they're they're more aware of with us and our communities and uh and and saying vigil on that side you know one of those those are the type of guys that just get accusations thrown against them so they don't have to be dealt with one day like oh this guy looks like he's a Going to start a revolution of some sorts lock them up or they don't take the vaccine they get kicked out yeah you're out of here yeah that that, that was
0: crazy
1: which derails generations be. of of military leadership right there's but no I, one to inherit these positions we, we but need but strong
5: I, leadership
4: i've met i've met a couple guys and i'm sure to people listening and you guys probably know some too that uh, i met one guy who was, he was i think he was a captain and he was just like i resigned he's like yeah. i'm out and he said his intention was to run to was to retire to just goes st- be in for his, his whole career And then when they started introducing critical race theory stuff, he was like, nope, I'm out.
0: It's all you. That's what That was across my mind. I was like, well, if I joined the military, I'd get stuck in some bureaucracy and have to follow orders that I don't agree with. And I don't know, other than being the president and, and you, trying to guide it from the top, I don't know how to help.
4: And you're not going to have access to those people. The dude who's, who's going to be above you could be woke for all you know. And he's going to be like, oh, this guy's a troublemaker. Go put him in a box.
5: And also our country's becoming, I love our country, by the way. I don't want to insult it in any way, but our, our country's becoming something less desired to fight and risk your life for with the way it's, the direction is trending. It's like there was a time where where people would would die for their country, certainly, and people would go to war and go to battle, and people would do anything for their country. But when you look at what we're dealing with today in today's climate, with with just the state of the country, it doesn't look like something that everyone's just jumping forward to to put everything on the line for. I'm I'm more focused. I feel that way about my community and my family and my friends. I'm 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 like gung ho about protecting that infrastructure uh, of community and 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 churches and 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 people that are that are in my everyday life you know i just i think it would be hard to get people to to risk their lives for the state of this country I, homelessness I agree, everything that's going on it's
0: it's a shame and what you're doing serves the military because it protects and stabilizes the local communities so
5: that they don't have to worry about coming in to defend it you're there you're going to protect it right but we we got to start thinking about protecting the local communities i think i'm doing everything local I, i'm getting out of the i'm trying to get out of the you already do it i'm trying to get out of the matrix as much as possible i'm trying to not support any corporations i'm trying to get everything in my life local i'm trying to be more involved in my community i'm trying to be more of a i'd like to be more of a leader in my community because in case something happens you know we're going to need each other this is a scary thing people don't know their
4: neighbors and so what happens when a crisis happens what happens when the roads get shut down and i'm not let's let's not even talk about the apocalypse let's say like sometimes it rains Let's say you, you you live in your neighborhood. If those of you that are listening, how many of you know your neighbors? I'm sure a lot of you do because this the people who listen to this mm-hmm. show are on the higher end of the uh, of like awareness spectrum, a bell curve or whatever you call it. But let's say you live in a neighborhood. When I lived in uh, uh you know when I lived in Chicago, for instance, when I was a teenager, when I was into my early 20s and rented an apartment with my my friends, like you're on the second floor of a house. I didn't know anybody who lived anywhere near me. What happens if the road gets gets shut down as a major accident? storm hits massive blizzard nobody can drive there's no in and out there's no grocery store they can't get supplies to the store who are you gonna ask for help you even know your neighbors you need people need to talk like talk to their neighbors build community so that in the event of a flood a fire hurricane you name it you have a plan for what you do in the event of a plan and
5: united what happens what look i keep hearing that this is going to sound like a crazy conspiracy theory but What's the only word you've heard in the last six months to a year is the word AI, right? AI, AI is gonna do everything. I know bands that are like AI wrote the song for me. It will. You know, I, I know everybody's talking about AI. What are you gonna do the day that AI shows up at your your gate of your community and and it's just gotta make its rounds to to collect tax holdings? Like what are you gonna do? Nah, nah, no, nah, no, nah. No, you don't no, think no. That's ever Bro, it's ever gonna, gonna get It's gonna
4: take there? your CBDC. You're gonna gonna have your central bank digital currency and it's gonna be zapped out of your account. You don't gotta file taxes anymore, don't worry. That's what they're gonna do. They're gonna say, are you tired of filing taxes? It's a pain in the butt, isn't it? How about this? With CBDC, all automatically done for you, you don't gotta even think about it.
1: I mean, the thing is, AI (laughs) isn't gonna do the things that we need community to do, right? Like you have young children and you're, you're married. Like If your wife had a medical emergency in the middle of the night and you had to take her to the hospital, hopefully your neighbor next door would come over and sit with your kids, right? Like there are some things that we just can't replace with technology and it's really important to know the people you're around. We talk about it all the time in terms of being proactive, knowing who your kids are involved with, who you're doing business with, things like that. But there are times that there's just no substitute for the people around you.
4: Ian, uh, you sent said, you sent that you sent me that AI video. Oh, right? did you? We should play a little
0: bit of that. I was just thinking about well, it. Well, maybe,
2: maybe we'll play it. Uh, we super maybe, freaky. Maybe we'll we'll
4: give like a full segment. Yeah, that was from, sent to me by the talk architect about like members only or something. But this is like what was it like five minutes or ten minutes? How long uh, was, yeah, it was it? It was like three, three to five, three to five minutes. Yeah a fully AI-generated video. It was AI voice too, and I No, I
0: think someone did the voice. I think it was only the visuals or AI, well, but voice, I can't tell. The, Whoever did know, the voice is a genius. The voice could have easily been AI. Great
4: acting. But this is a this is like a three minute video, and we are, after watching this, I'm like, yeah, okay, we're a year away from, from, bro, we're gonna pull up the AI, you're gonna type into chat GPT or something, and you're gonna say,
3: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: of a song by Adelita's Way. And it will be perfect. The video will play. It will be you guys. It will sound like you playing and singing. You'll watch it and say, what
5: is this? Sounds like an easy way to cancel anyone. Look at what he said. It's no just an joke. AI version you, a, of you like, saying or, the worst or, things ever. You're like, I didn't say that, I swear. You're or just, you can't cancel anybody
4: anymore. Yeah, Because everyone just says it's AI. I said it's about Trump. Mm-hmm. Trump can come out and be like, I was AI.
5: Look at the capabilities of what the the the, there's a video of the progression of even just a physical robot and what they can do. And when you watch that video, you will be like, that's what robots are doing nowadays. They can do front flips, back flips, land comp. They're so there's a version of a robot out there right now that's so advanced. That it's
0: concerning dude there's slight there's slime robots have you seen them they're, they're amorphous they're like amoeba and they're robotic they're like i don't know yeah. if they're uh iron graphene i don't know what they're made of exactly but they can go
5: around and through cracks and stuff well they really they really must be uh, susceptible to a to ars because that seems to be the thing that they want none of well, us no. to have
4: they, they they they're mounting scrap rifles middle. onto these these drone dogs have you seen the
5: videos? Right, and the they, they, I'm gonna get me some scrap on. metal because I'm, that drone dog is gonna get blown away, right? I'm, that's the kind of stuff you gotta be ready to blow away. I don't wanna go to civil war and hurt no people. I don't think that, that the people we're dealing with even are, are, are brave enough you, to do that. They seem to kill from afar. Drone right? defense you is by
0: far the most important thing we can possibly do right now is build up our drone defense systems, be it robot dogs or flying, Swarm drones. Hit them
5: with a couple bullets. Lasers. Fall out of the sky.
0: Well, no, 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 no. We
4: should use them. He's saying
0: no, and we need to learn how to defend against them too. That's coming. Like whether it's robots, dogs on the ground, or from the sky, swarming you from every angle. We need to learn how to defend against that.
4: This is this is the thing about war right now. It's mostly drones, like we're seeing in Ukraine and stuff. And so I think I think you make a good point in that regard. What we are missing, I think, is microwave takedown techniques, jamming techniques. Now the problem is, it's a race. It's an arms race. They make more resilient drones. You make drone takedown methods. It's just, it's going to be an arms race, you know, uh, an escalation of of the capabilities of these devices. I think people need to consider this too. And I want to save a lot of the AI stuff. We'll talk about this in the members only, but I warned about this 10 years ago. I was, uh, uh, me and my guys, my friends, we launched the first live streaming aerial drone and we were broadcasting from Occupy Wall Street with it. We got invited to a bunch of like university and like government panel stuff. I was selecting like a test location for where they would begin setting up and, and devising regulations on drones. And I told these guys, you need to prepare for when they take these things and they use them as weapons. Because if one of these things gets launched from 50 miles away and then sent full speed towards, say, New York City, what do you do? And they d- they don't even know. And I'm like, this kind of stuff is, is at your doorstep. And, I'm, and this is a terrifying thing, but now you're seeing it in Ukraine where they have these videos where they're using them as weapons of war. So we definitely need our cities to be proactive on this stuff to prevent it. I do think there's probably really simple solutions we should think about. The problem is, what do you do when this thing falls out of the sky? So if you if you do like infrared lasers on the top of buildings to target a drone, that, you know, an unknown drone or a vessel coming into your city, if you hit that thing to stop it, it falls. Yep. It's going to land somewhere. But... You know, I, I, I don't I don't have all the answers. Pull it. I, you got
0: to pull it towards where you want it to land.
4: But you, bro. I, okay. Well, let's save this for the members only. We'll get more serious on the full AI because we'll, we'll play that video too. But I do want to jump to this story because this is an existential crisis we have that we need to address. Lampedusa, the migrant crisis. Nurse says, welcome everyone. As island's residents complain, they have to wait for care. More than 12,000 migrants have arrived on the Italian island of Lampedusa in the past week putting the staff like Franco Galetto, under serious strain. You may have seen the story. There's an island in Italy. It is relatively close to Tunisia. It has 6,550 or so residents. And there are now 12,000 migrants, economic migrants who have come in, most of them fighting age males. I'm sorry, man. Look, there's videos of people setting up barricades. There's a video going viral of people fighting that is not from this island. That was an older video, but there is a video going viral right now that I haven't confirmed where it shows people setting up barricades. And the argument is, look, these migrants have started setting up their own territorial zones. You get 12,000 people into your community of 6,000. Your community does not exist anymore. It's over. The will of the people, right? Democracy. Okay, well, these people are here. If you don't believe in borders, they're going to vote for whatever they want. I'll tell you this. They're going to vote, take your stuff. They're going to come in they're gonna take your stuff they're gonna leave they're gonna go somewhere
5: else right and what's the number one thing that 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 you, you know the people in charge are trying to do take away our opportu- take away our ability to defend ourselves in t- in case of any invasion like this right when I see someone like Gavin Newsom all his pages is like we need to eliminate guns and do this the other thing it's like that that uh, you can name ten different things that put us in a bad position if we don't have guns. this is another one. Well, I mean, an invasion if, of another if there's if the
4: videos are true that they're starting to seize territory. Now you're getting into war
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's a scary thought. Yeah. Someone referred to the migrants that just came in today as reinforcements. Yeah. Th- I it's- mean,
1: this island is effectively occupied by migrants from northern Africa. That That's what this is. I mean, the interior minister of France went there today and he said, you know, we should help Italy. And we should keep our borders open. And it's very important, you know. The thing is, when you get to Italy, it's a pathway into the EU. But the EU says, Italy, you have to process all the asylum seekers. And so they're presuming that all the migrants there are going to apply for asylum, which I just think statistically is not going to happen. And so this becomes an incredible problem that communities are having to deal with. You were talking about wanting to do things locally. These 6,000 people are now having to accommodate 12,000 people. Impossible. That doesn't it's not going to happen. It's
4: it's not just that. It's that if we're supposed to you, you see what AOC was saying in New York when she said, Everyone's screaming at her saying, get these illegal immigrants out of our city. Their resources are strained. And she says, we're going to give them work rights. We are going to give them more of our tax resources. And we're going to give them a special protected status. She's yelling over the people who are screaming at her to stop. She does not care. So now think about what's going on with, with the EU. This problem's been happening for, for a decade plus. It got really, really bad several years ago and it's not being abated. If they follow the course they have in many other countries, what's going to happen is the people who are there which be given special rights. What happens when you have a piece of land with 12,000 people who are not allowed to vote and there are 6,500 people who do vote. Eventually, the 12,000 people say there's more of us than there are of you and we now get the right to vote. So what is wh- what will likely happen in these circumstances is that I'm sorry your laws are only meaningful so long as they can be enforced. Your borders are only meaningful so long as they can be enforced. Twelve thousand people show up by all means. Your law still exists for you, not for them. They don't know your laws and they don't care. And if they want to set up barricades and take territory, they'll just do it. People need to understand that when it comes to law, it's just what's in your brain, right? If you if if you go to to a if you're like from West Virginia, you go to Ohio, law's different. You might do something you didn't even know it was illegal. Let's say Pennsylvania you're allowed to you're allowed to carry a gun in Pennsylvania not New Jersey you didn't know that well you went somewhere else the laws were different mm-hmm. so what what this what this is is what that that woman who went to New Jersey and had a gun and didn't know it was illegal and got arrested she did not know the law of this other place now what happens if 10,000 people cross into New Jersey is that one cop going to be able to stop anybody your law only applies to you who know it and follow it and i mean to add on top of this most people don't even know when new laws get passed anyway especially when they ban guns, because it's like, how are you supposed to follow all that stuff? They expect you That'd to. That'd be a good app. What does it- but yes, but my point here is this. If 12,000 people come into Lampedusa, do you think these 12,000 people know what the laws are?
5: Do you think no. they care? Some are, they are they gonna gonna probably evil too. Some probably yeah. will just try to take what's theirs or take what they want. Or you, you know, you, You're going to deal with a lot of hostility there if, if 12,000 people that don't have much are in a place that has a lot of resources. Well, doesn't, you know?
6: doesn't the EU already subsidize uh, the residences to uh, house immigrants? So, I mean, we already know the first thing that they're going to do. They're going to start making these locals house these people in their homes. Yeah, The expectation wow. is that they're you gonna are going to be there. Okay like, you got to put this. four. E- each house has to, you know, we have double the uh, people in our, our country now. So you got to mm-hmm. put four people in each, each house.
1: <laughs> well, and if you read all the mainstream media articles that came out about it today, they all say, "But what about the Tunisia deal?" And this was the idea that the UN President, uh, von Laderson, I c- can never say her name, but she and uh, the Prime Minister of Italy were working out a deal with Tunisia because Tunisia is the biggest gateway for all of this. I mean, this is where smugglers' headquarters, people in who are displaced within Africa, know to go to Tunisia and then potentially get into Italy there. And they were going to off, offer them Tunisia's economy is. In shambles and they're saying we'll give you a lot of money to stop these boats from coming over but we know i mean we talked about this that that ultimately means that tunisia is like well when we need more money we'll just let the migration go back up the the, the deal hasn't been brokered it's getting stopped it's stalled in brussels but ultimately this is a terrible system it's similar to having a malware in your casino thing where you can say give me money Okay, I fixed the problem. Just kidding. It's not I want money again. Like this system is broken and we know it and the best that they can do is to say, "Please, we'll give you money to stop the boats."
6: Well, it didn't work for New York, right? No. You know. He was saying, "Bring all the immigrants in and then now we're going to we're going to subsidize you to to house them." Mm-hmm. And now he's saying I don't see an end to this.
1: He said New York is a sanctuary so, city, and then started bussing migrants to suburbs of New York and upstate New York. He said this is everyone else's problem. One hundred and ten thousand migrants have come through New York in the last year, and at any given time, the state, New York City, is carrying between for between fifty and sixty thousand migrants. So they've got to be somewhere. And now they're New-
6: kicking out veterans out of hotels to you know put the migrants in. And New York's
4: already just in disrepair there's the videos of the rats running around that's all the sidewalks
1: COVID. crumbling and you can see like the casey
4: nice posted this crazy video and i'm like how did he get this video he sees the sidewalk is is crumpled and he he pushes into it and it just falls straight down and he sticks his camera into the underground like piping and everything and he was like the sidewalks are scary in new York. It's like well it's
0: only gonna get worse brother dude Thinking about this intense overpopulation, this migration a thousand years ago. If you have twenty thousand people arrive on your island of six thousand people. You fight. You you pull out your weapons and defend your island, so it they would don't be war. Yes, of it, course, it would be an act of
4: but war. But the Italians
1: the now, are told to do that well, the is to be racist. The difference
0: now is we have telephones, we have internet. We know that they're not there to kill. That's not. I mean, obviously, they didn't come. They would have been doing it if they. That was the. That's re, not the. the, the it whole. doesn't seem like it. But we need to understand the history of what happens when you let rapid migration encroach on people's territory. If we don't accept and acknowledge what has happened in the past, it is very likely that it will happen again in the future. But we can prevent it if we start working on it now. Yep. This, what's happening right now
4: is this is, the, this is the this is the challenge. Nobody wants anybody to die, so you have these people on boats, and the, and the question is, what do you do? Turn the boat. I think you turn turn the boats back around. That's it, it's simple. You say, say you go back, whatever. Not we can't handle this, but there's the, the 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 challenge now of they they will beach these boats. We can't stop all of them. I mean it's it's Italy, so don't, I shouldn't say we, but the people there can't stop all of them. What do you do? We don't want anybody getting hurt. The problem is you've had these videos, especially in the Southern border of Mexico, where they're smashing through the barriers and fighting with the border border guards. Mm-hmm. And so the argument is because they don't have guns, a violent incursion into sovereign territory by another group of people is like, just let it happen. That, that's insane to me, but I'm not gonna pretend to have the answers because like, like I said, nobody wants the violence to break out. Nobody wants violence to break out, but I fear this will make it inevitable. Because the people who are there on the island are going to need food, they're going to need shelter, and they're not getting it. There's twelve thousand of them. You're going to probably see attacks on the locals. You're going to see people get their property taken from them, and the people who are there are going to start fighting. Violence and, and then is it's inevitable gonna, it's when be, people.
5: Violence is inevitable when people get desperate and they don't have resources. It's it's an inevitable. Unfortunately, it's great to be like I I love love and peace. I mean, I, I promote it every single night on tour. It's the first thing. That I want to promote, but violence is inevitable when when you have people that are desperate and they need to survive themselves. Right, twelve thousand people on an island—they need to
4: survive. I think I think the issue here. Some people may be a bit more conspiratorial. I think it's more so that they just don't care. The, the, the government of Italy, they're just like, look, I'm overwhelmed. I can't deal with this.
0: I know Georgia the Maloney cares. is like, we don't care. They went down there. This is from uh, the BBC yesterday. Georgia Maloney went to the island. She's the prime minister of send Italy. Them, send the these people back. I know, she she's hardcore there. too. I mean,
1: and that was what she campaigned on. She campaigned on an I will stop illegal immigration platform. So this is a big test for her, mm. uh, her government in particular. Uh, when I, one of the things I think... She, the challenges she faces, and it reminds me a lot of what's going on in Texas with the floating barrier is, you know, there have been times where she has been like, I'm going to deploy a naval blockade. So people can't come. We'll turn the boats back. You know, you can't come here. Uh, Florida has a policy where you you can't take a boat from Haiti to get here. They will turn the boat back. You It doesn't count, basically. Uh, in Texas, uh, jo- Greg Abbott's in, in big trouble because he put up this thousand foot orange buoy Uh, barrier in the Rio Grande and initially the DOJ said you have to take down we're going to sue you because it's inhumane yeah this is bad We we shouldn't stop people from swimming and his response was you're, the, the, you're saying it's inhumane because the swim is dangerous. So therefore, the deterrent is a good thing because then people don't attempt it. right? And they changed their mind. And they said, actually, no, you needed uh, like the Army Corps of Engineers to design this raft and really you violated uh, a congressional law. I mean, they'll twist whatever they want to ultimately get the effect of allowing Ill- illegal immigration to continue to the detriment of the communities that are having to uh, accommodate these people and having to provide the resources that they themselves probably don't have.
0: This uh, makes me think of in Lampedusa. This is like uh, if you are play Civilization. There's a, a technique in that called a cultural. You can flip a city to your side with cultural pressure. And now I'm wondering if that's actually in the game. What you're not seeing is the the migration that's happening. But it's like uh, no, Lampedusa no, no, no. is closer to Tunisia than it is to Italy.
4: In the in the game, yeah, this is. is more akin to just attacking the city. So in, in, but it's civ-
0: with unarmed civilians. That's why it's not really. A, there's no. Attack. Well, so
4: so in civil, I don't know about the later civilizations, but in earlier games, I know this for sure. I don't know if I've played the later ones enough. If you send units into enemy borders and fortify them, you take that land, and it's a declaration of war. So sending even non-military into their country. Yeah, unless, you to have o- unless you
0: have open borders policy, yeah. But then,
4: but then they, sure they they the all war. come in, and then they all surround the city. And they don't attack the city; they just start taking the land, and then it re- results in in war. Culture. Question: the, do, the cultural thing is more about the people in the city like your way of life better and vote to join
0: you. But if the people in the city are are my my people in your city, then of course they're going to like my way is better than your way. But anyway, I don't know. You're you're probably right. Did do you
5: guys know? all um, right oh, never mind. I was you got to put yourself in the shoes of oh. of the people that it's happening to. Like, imagine you're sitting in your neighborhood, with your gate and your gate opens up and twice as many people are about to enter your gate that live in your gate. What do you What do you do if you're the one that's dealing with that? It's so easy for us to be halfway across the world and think about that happening, right? But it's starting to happen in New York City. It's starting biggest, to happen in Texas. The biggest incursion,
4: I think I've, uh, I have the tweet right here. Let's pull this story up. Bill Malugan says, breaking one of the largest mass illegal crossings we have ever seen took place in Eagle Pass, Texas this morning. Border Patrol sources telling us over 2,200 people cross since midnight. It happened right next to the port of entry as illegal immigrants continue to ignore the Biden admin messaging of do not come and do not fear the promised consequences of crossing illegally. Videos from source in Mexico and our Fox drone team. I mean, look at these videos. This is bonkers. You've got people in New York screaming at the politicians saying, stop this. And it's only getting worse. What's the solution? Do we Do we have to set up we gotta build a wall. Gotta build a big, beautiful wall from sea to or shining ex- sea. Or expand.
5: You, you know, you, they're, they're, the U.S. is beautiful. There's a lot of open land in the U.S. If the government wants to be so a part of this, they should take some of the funding we're giving Billions of dollars to to, to Ukraine. No one knows where the money's going. Take take two billion dollars and go in that area in New York where there was nothing and build them. A city or something, I don't or know. Or put it
1: into revamping asylum I'm
4: sorry, I'm sorry. Take the $2 billion, get a bunch of buses that are very nice and very comfortable and bring them back on it and we send them back home. Yes. We send them back. Yeah. The, the, the challenge with deportation is that if they're not Mexican citizens, we can't go to Mexico and be like, we're sending these people to your country within reason. So they end up getting flown back to say Guatemala or Honduras or wherever they may be from. Many of these people, not a lot, I'm saying, uh, I'm, I'm not saying the majority, but a lot of them are coming from South America and even Africa. They'll fly from Africa to Brazil and then trek all the way up to southern border where they know they can just walk into the United
0: States. But them, but Venezuelans coming illegally through Mexico into the US and is kind of like if Chris gave you a Dr. Pepper and you spilled it on me, I can't blame Chris because you're the one that spills like Mexico is the one that's letting them across the border. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Hell yeah. We can send them back to Mexico.
4: I'm just saying like. There are certain circumstances where we go to Mexico and it's like, hey, we have a bunch of these citizens, not our citizens, you can't God, send them here. It's
0: like, it's a, of course, it's like a finger trap. They want it. It's, it's, it's like it, if it was easy, it would have been solved already. We
4: got it. We got it. How about this? I think it's a good point. Take all that money that went to Ukraine and just spend it on transportation for these people back to their homes and securing the border and stopping this because we can't sustain this economically. When, when these people are screaming at AOC, like get these people out, it's because they're saying we're cutting services, we're cutting police, we're cutting you, you know your tax benefits to fund these other people who had just arrived. And people are like, this is insane. I've been paying into the system and now it's being taken from me by these strangers who are coming in and effectively stealing from us. Well, they should just say, you are not welcome to just illegally enter. All immigrants are welcome in the United States, but you gotta do it legally.
6: We could also maybe instead of investing in slave labor in China, maybe start building factories in these Central American, South American countries that are more the more that our neighbors are.
4: Also disagree. We We should build factories in the United States for American. Well, yeah, I mean,
6: that's that's definitely the the first thing to do, but maybe help these other countries that are to the south of us maybe have a better economy so they don't want to come here. We 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 already spend the money in China might as well get yeah, closer I, to our I, home it's kind of an interesting <laughs> argument
1: like would it be better to make it in it, at least in north america or at least in this, south this america, part of their, yeah. in south america than in china and potentially alleviate our immigration it'd be good moment.
6: for I, the climate too you know not as long of ship rides right. for, for the cargo i mean everything. i ultimately <laughs> think yeah
1: manufacturing jobs should come back to the yes but it's for not sure. a bad point like it is interesting that we're willing to ship manufacturing somewhere else but we're saying oh these people are fleeing economic and political turmoil yet we are not adjusting anything we're doing.
6: Yeah. My number one time. option is bring back manufacturing back to the United States. But I mean that's not happening either. So why is but AOC
5: we, so confident in just telling New Yorkers how it is like this? Why is she just out there like they're all yelling at her and she's out there like, she You're all care. you're all she's straight. not listening to. We don't care anybody. She's just she's just not listening to what none of the people of the evil. community are saying. And she's why does she feel that comfortable? She, she could just go in there elitist. and no one's gonna do nothing. And because uh, she, she says crazy. she's a moral well, hierarchy, she, right? Because nobody can vote her
4: out. So she doesn't, so she's going to win her primary because she, she got like 14,000 votes. She gets a primary. So she doesn't care what one protest thinks because Mm -hmm. the average person is not voting. And that's why people need to go out, man, I'm telling you, I think AOC could easily lose her district, especially over this, but people have to go there and just start spreading the word, informing people. Because what happens is the average person who votes in the primary, which effectively gets her elected. The average person who votes in the in the congressional elections, they just vote for Democrats. They don't care who it is. AOC knows. That's got to stop. The only people screaming are the people who pay attention. Guess what? You're few and far between. So she's thinking to herself, I can say whatever I want. It doesn't matter. Nancy Pelosi said she held up a glass of water and said, people will vote for a glass of water if you put a D on it in Meyer AOC's district. They know it. They know that this no, this is what Republicans need to do. Republicans need to invest a stupid <laughs> amount of
5: money in, in her district. That's it. Like they're doing in Texas, the, the 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 Democrats are doing that in Texas to try to really get as much influence they can there. But it's just, I don't know. I, looking at the parties, it, it just gets confusing because it's half a uniparty. The Republican party's pretty weak. Right. It's it's the 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 Democrats come off very evil to me right now. There's a lot of things that I'm seeing that I'm like, phew.
0: They're evil, man. I got yeah. a super chat. The guy was like, I evil- also want to join the military, but I can't with Joe. Ba- I can't. I won't join Joe Biden's military.
4: That's like that's the evil. Yeah, yeah. But it's not even that. I mean, it, w- it was Millie. You know, what I mean, like even even if uh, uh, Trump gets reelected, is he going to clean house and bring in better leadership? He has
5: to. If he doesn't, I'm going to be suspicious <laughs> of him. I know. mean, I'm we're like, hoping
4: he does, but he did it the first time. Um, that's
0: why I am so, suspicious of him because he didn't right. do it before.
4: So, so the general idea right now is Trump is your best bet. It doesn't mean it's a good bet. I I, I should say it's it's your best bet. It's a good bet in that sense. It doesn't mean you're going to get what you want. He's a people
0: pleaser. It. He's like, uh, did you see him talking about abortion and how he's going to make a deal with the Democrats? And he's like, I'm going to make a deal that everyone likes about abortion. 15 weeks, nah. Well, yeah, well. And it's like, dude, stop trying to make everybody happy, man. That's yeah. not, it didn't work the first time. You can't just you can't just be
5: an entertainer if you want to be in politics. He got clowned pretty hard by the COVID team too. The Fauci and the Burks, they, they, they just ran him. You know, that was tough for me. I just want anybody to come in at that that stops the unjust that we're seeing and the direction of culture and society that we're seeing. I think it's it's getting pretty ugly and it needs to be nipped in the butt. And that's why I just I just keep on putting my faith in God and trying to be closer to my community because I know that's what I can do as my part. This th- this is the most important thing that people can do right now because a lot of these
4: problems that we face are daunting. And a lot of people want simple solutions. Like if I vote for Trump, Trump does the job. Eh, you know, Voting for Trump is a good thing to do. Spreading the word, first and foremost, is more important because for every person you convince to vote for, and it's not necessarily Trump, it's for somebody who's actually going to uphold our values and try and keep Americans safe and and better our economy and better the world. Convincing people to vote better multiplies your vote for everyone you convince. But the most important thing is always going to be, I mean, first, let's go in the hierarchy. The least, one of the least important things in terms of fixing all the problems is going to be just voting for the president. Right, because you got to, more important than that, convince other people to vote for a good president. More important than that, convince people to vote for good members of Congress. More important than that, convince people to vote locally for your state rep, state senator, city council, you name it. That's the stuff that has impact on your city. If everybody got everyone uh, uh, to vote for good candidates at the local level, it starts to fix things from the ground up. Then the next important thing after all the voting is said and done is you got to succeed take care of your family, find a good job, be physically physically well, stop eating the garbage, start exercising. Mm. You know what I was thinking as I was playing? I'm playing Baldur's Gate 3. I love this game. And it's such a popular game. It's so big. And I'm thinking to myself, how many people are playing this game right now and they're not upping their own stats? Mm. When you play games like this, you level up. You get experience points, you level up. Now your character is stronger. You unlock new abilities. And I'm like, how many people play this game and love that idea, but don't do it for themselves? That that I'm like, that's to be the training program, right? That's the solutions, the, man. You're offering solutions. This is right what now. you do. You want a training program? Someone and I'm sure this exists already. A personal trainer should create the RPG training program where you get you, you level up and then they track your stats and then they show you your, 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 your avatar or whatever. It's addicting. Treat it like a video game where you're actually breaking barriers. And then it can be like in order to get like, I mean, like uh, uh, uh martial arts belts is kind of like this. Yep. You level up. You get the next level. You want to attain that. You want to get, the, I think that's how you got to approach it.
0: Dude, if you could get crypto for that and it measured your biometrics, you like held the handles Yo. and it's like, you've gained 2% body fat. That's and then they real... put like a
5: $1.90 in your bank account. Whenever you're that's, horny, that's your a... wife gets a little heart signal. Wait, wait, wait,
4: wait. wait. Hey, this is an idea she that might. time. Hey, this, this is an idea <laughs> that connected. might get you in trouble, Ian. It's probably already idea. in
5: development
0: right now. I would hey, imagine hey, these baby, technocrats. Hey, check it out. Hello. An
4: app that, that generates cryptocurrency. When you're, when you're, it's going to like, so you got these apps, like I'm wearing this watch and it tracks vitals and stats and stuff like that. So once you reach a certain degree of like health and stress and it goes down, you're earning more crypto per day. The more healthy you are, like lower resting heart rate, less stress, the more crypto it generates.
0: Yeah. You just got to make sure the code is free and that you're controlling because they're going to be sending all that data, some centralized data. Ideally they won't be, but it's likely that if you just grab yeah. some random app, it's
5: going to be sending say it to you. Like- marriages, right? You could be like, look, babe, my vitals are saying that we haven't made love in four days. It's like, your vitals, like, are we, right. imagine, vitals are right. My vitals are proving that I need some.
4: Imagine if you made a video game that like. Earn me some money. When you, when you defeat a bad guy and it drops a few gold pieces, yeah. you get bonus multipliers based on your personal physical health. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.
0: um, figure out like learning, if you get paid to learn, like you go down and you, you're looking at the grass and you can somehow discern like what kind of plant that is. Uh, I don't know, that's complicated. No, that's long-term. So, but we
4: can, we can actually, like if you're playing a game like Starfield or Baldur's Gate or whatever, I, no one's going to do this because there's no money in investing yeah. in it. It's just a social good that no one's going to want to do. But imagine it's like, Oh, you get 1.1 times your experience points if you're if you're at uh, average health fitness. If you're above average, you get 1.2 times, and if you're unhealthy, you get minus one. Oh, yeah, right. rested
0: XP gain. Yeah. So
4: it's like a way to encourage people. This is this, this is the problem right now. Is the United States is basically just this gluttonous state of the seven. It's, or I shouldn't even say gluttonous. I should. It's all the seven deadly sins. People are are not taking care of themselves. They're not planning for for uh, long term. They're not planning their families. They're not up- bettering their 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 bodies. They're just chasing after those dopamine hits and it's resulting in decay.
6: This would be a perfect opportunity for like a really good health insurance company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they're all in bed with Big Pharma so they'd actually yeah. want to do that. They, but... they,
4: they do this stuff. Like insurance companies already do this where it's like if you submit your health data, they'll lower your rates and things like that.
6: Sounds like a... Like it's a... like,
4: well, it's kind of scary if you think about it, but I don't know, man. Is it is it is it, is it that bad? The challenge is what are they doing with your data that may be nefarious because there's going to be corrupt people there. But the idea that you get to pay less because you take care of yourself, I think is a good thing.
6: Yeah. And or if they you pay don't. you in crypto and because you, you don't. save them money.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> ma- ma- yeah, you make you, you make money with your health you insurance. Money with, yeah, exactly. I like the
0: insurance incentivization, except that if they are like, did you not get vaccinated for some random thing oh, we yeah. think you should be? Then maybe we'll make you pay more for your insurance this year. Yeah, you there's know? ambiguity in
1: what they define as being healthier, making right. good choices.
5: Or they could stop making prices up at the hospital. Take your kid in for a fever. Yeah, Motrin will do it. $2,422, you're like, that's a made-up number. 2400 hours for one night in the emergency Every woman I know
1: who has given birth in a hospital, they say, like, you got your bill, and you have to go back and ask for an itemized bill, and then the number drops. It's like when you ask them specifically what you're paying for, they're like, oh, just kidding. We yeah, made that one, one up. That on let's,
4: let's, let's jump to this story, <laughs> which is a hard segue of a, of a relatively silly story. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer quietly ditches dress code to cater for Pennsylvania Democrat John Fetterman and his shorts and hoodies. This is just I mean like dude, come on man. You want to wear you want to wear a, a, a hoodie with gym with jogging shorts that I do not feel is appropriate. However, I don't necessarily I mean this is he, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> It is silly. It looks
1: like he got lost and wandered in what
4: there. Right. <laughs> and so my issue is this. First, I agree with everybody when they're like don't change the rules for one dude. It's like, yeah, okay. There is no formal dress code. It doesn't exist. It's basically just who's ever, the, the the Senate leader, just determines if you're in decorum or whatever. But they typically require coats and ties. I disagree with that. I also disagree with Fetterman wearing gym shorts, jogging shorts and hoodies. That's <laughs> silly. But I, I, I do think we shouldn't have, we we shouldn't demand this like elite decorum of suit wearing and, special dresses and all that stuff. So my attitude is um, you should be dressed appropriately, meaning the the dress code should be something like uh, you have to wear pants, you have to wear shoes, you have to wear a shirt. We You can, you can be removed if you are determined to be like uh, unkempt or something like that. But I don't agree overall with the, uh, uh, the, the standard dress code people expect, you know, suit wearing and stuff. And so the important thing to consider is we kick this segment off. Donald Trump ate a well-done steak with ketchup. It was a 30-day dry-aged steak at a fancy restaurant. And he said, how do you want it? He says, well done with ketchup. And the media mocked and insulted him for it. But Trump is smart. He laid the trap. When the media came out and started insulting Trump for, for eating a steak well done with ketchup, a lot of poor people in this country eat their steaks well done with ketchup. They can't afford the good fancy 30-day dry-aged steaks. They want something that just tastes good. And they slap some ketchup on it. And that's that's for some people. Not everybody. You know, there are poor people who understand the finer things in life and know how to make a good steak. I'm not saying that's not true. But right now, the, the, the tra- Democrats are trying to lay is, they're trying to use Fetterman as the everyman. A guy who's just wearing hoodie and shorts, just a regular working that's guy. That's probably not his
5: real outfit. That's what I was thinking too. Right. It's so calculated. Yeah. He probably goes home off camera and puts a suit on and sits <laughs> in it. He probably sits in a suit in his living room and goes, I wish I could just dress like everyone else in my... They're probably like, no, what? John, you're putting on the, you're putting on the hoodie. And yep. you're putting on the shorts. That's his, his get on persona. camera. Yeah. But,
4: but I, I think you're have, I, I think in all seriousness, you're probably right to a certain degree. He goes home. He doesn't wear that. I bet he wears just like jeans and a t-shirt, normal clothes, and then he puts on the hoodie and shorts for a persona. And they want you to insult him for it because they're hoping you insult working class people in PA. I'm not saying every working class person in PA wears this, but there. Are, I, I was seeing a lot of people post on Twitter saying like hey, man, a lot of us up here in Western PA, we dress similarly. They have all our data. They did a
5: poll. They have all our data. They're looking, they're like hoodie
1: and shorts. And he campaigned in the hoodie too. I mean, this has been a consistent thing for him. Uh, I I don't personally think that there's anything wrong with having different standards of dress and having some places where it's more formal and whatever else. And again, that might be like the culture I grew up in, right? Like I went to, I grew up going to church and everyone wore coat and tie. Like I'm comfortable with it. I can understand where... It maybe doesn't function as mandatory like does it make a difference if your congressman isn't wearing a tie i don't know in this case with Fetterman, i feel like they're trying to act like whatever he does is normal because he's not okay and i think in that way it's some somewhat insulting to his constituents right to say that oh well he's just trying to relate to you because he also wears a hoodie to work like no he gets special exceptions because he has never seemed to really recover from the stroke he had
4: yes but most people don't watch the news they don't pay attention. They hear things in passing. That's why CNN does stuff like, despite there being no evidence of a crime, they're, they're trying to impeach Joe Biden, which is just not true. Sure. There's tons of evidence of a crime. It should be uh, determined by a jury, by first by Congress and the Senate, then by a jury, whether or not it was criminal. But th- th- that's, that, that, that's the setup, I suppose.
5: Well, Fetterman runs one of the most corrupt states in the whole entire country. And all we talk about is his hoodie and his pants. His,
1: Someone in his office does run one of the most corrupt states. I'm not sure it's him. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I agree.
5: I think, yeah, he, he's definitely, you know, had health health problems. But Pennsylvania is is very corrupt. I mean, I, I grew up in Pennsylvania. And it's it, it's we, we should be talking about the job he's doing. Well, I mean, I love this conspiracy
4: theory that they swapped him out with a body double. Yeah. I think, is is Alex Stein promoting that one? Probably. I don't know. He loves conspiracy theories. But uh, I don't. uh, People because Fetterman shaved and he got a mustache. They're like, it's a different guy. And it's like, oh, come on. It's not a different guy. His nose has the same shape and everything. And his ears are the same. And they're like, no, his ears are bigger in one photo. It's like, dude, that's a wide angle versus a long. It's a very unique looking guy.
1: Yeah. I know,
5: right. There was one where
1: like, they couldn't see the tattoo on his arm. So they're saying like, oh, it's gone. So it must be someone else. people
5: just can't believe he won. People can't believe like, wow, that's (laughs) the,
1: that's that's the
4: guy in PA, huh? This is the issue about people not paying attention to the news that they can just run a headline, insert something nonsensical, and people just believe it. So when it comes to Fetterman, the average person doesn't hear him talk. The average person does not know or care. They see a picture of a dude who's supposed to look like a regular working class guy. He's, He's not. And then when the media attacks him, all they know is like they're attacking John. Why? What did he do? He's like a regular dude, and it's like
5: they like a stroke on camera. They're, they're, this is happening now. They're having like strokes on camera, and then be like, it wasn't a stroke. It's like they translate for him. Right? I saw that it was a stroke. How many times can we see something with our own eyes and then get reported no, that it was not what we saw? Because when
4: we're like I saw. That's it. the point. See, the, you watch the video. Ninety percent of people won't. Yeah. So then what happens is Fetterman is sitting in Senate in, in the Senate, and he goes, why? Course. Uh, gasoline, it's too much. Why? Huh? And then the, the media will then write in a paragraph, John Fetterman gave a an, uh, passionate and exasperated plea to lower the price of gas and reduce the amount of cars on the highway. They don't—they won't actually quote what he said. They'll just create an interpretation. Then mm. someone will see a picture of John Fetterman going like this, like, hmm. And then it'll say that and they'll be like, wow. and They won't realize that he didn't actually say anything English. I'm voting for this guy's fingers up. Well, so I mean I'm passionate. He's a to, to, be, to be fair, Michael yeah. Malice said this is this is the guy to vote for. A he's guy like, in a hoodie, I'm voting. No, but you want more uh, uh, in in incapable individuals in Congress. You want to hold
1: I it- disagree because who's staffing them, right? Like if he's a puppet, someone's someone's maneuvering. That's not him. he's
4: not a puppet, it's that he is in there confused and bewildered and his office is in disarray. And so if every member of Congress and the Senate were as disheveled and disoriented as Fetterman and the government would just be
5: stuck. Well, they already are stuck. What, what happened? The other, what did we get the report out? Uh-oh. Uh oh, we seem to misplace 176 trillion dollars. You guys seen it anywhere? Like, what happened? Really, there was hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, we misplaced. just lost a hundred million dollar jet. We lost a hundred million dollar jet, but, it was but like there 20 was twenty billion today. I think they, they lost. They did like an audit of the Pentagon. They did something right, and they they found a crazy amount of missing money. And I was like, you should check Ukraine. Is it could a, be there. Is there a,
1: a website
0: where you can see how much money was lost today by the US government?
1: No, but there should Somebody be. Somebody make That'd that website.
0: That'd be nice.
5: Yeah, We should that. look at the offshore accounts so it might've been lost to those. I'm thinking oh, it was- yeah. So I want,
4: I, want, I want to address this about the uniform uh, because Kane Abel super chatted mm-hmm. saying that wearing a suit and tie is about respect for the office and, the, and, those, and, and those that represent. It's not about elitish behavior. How many suits do you own? How many suits do you own? One. One suit? Yep. How many suits do you own? One. How many, Ian, I got how many? like seven jackets. How many suits do you own? No, I own no. None. I have
0: one suit. One suit. It's a Carter, disco suit, suit and I should wear it They're soon. very
2: old and they don't fit very well anymore.
4: I don't so. own any suits. Now, you have one. One. If you're going to be in session where you have to be wearing a suit every day, one's not going to cut it. You're going to need a couple more. Right. How much that suit costs? Was,
5: it was expensive. Yeah, too much. It's a good
4: one. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, but but, but they, have, they have affordable suits for people who you want, don't want to break the bank. Uh, I would also assume the average person, probably if you couldn't afford it, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you're probably going to have to go to a thrift store to buy a suit. I'm not saying suits are the hardest things in the world to get. I just don't like the idea of some arbitrary cultural standard of what you must now own to represent working class people or anyone in this country. Suits, in my view, are this this social custom of... I am wearing a thing because we have deemed this to be the thing you have to wear in this setting. It doesn't mean anything to me. I would rather see a dude in in his work overalls with grease on his hands in the Senate building saying, I got off work 20 minutes ago and I'm not going to drive an hour back and forth just so that I can put on a suit for you. This is what real working class Americans look like. Instead, we get clammy hands, frail, dainty multimillionaires doing insider trading, wearing their suits, okay. and demanding. Here's the worst part. Here's what what I hate about this. Okay, fine. You want to make an argument? Everyone's got to dress up. That's fine. The problem is this. My compromise is you want a dress code for Fetterman. They have to pay for it. You can't mandate someone. But then, what about what about visitors? What about people who want to testify? You want to go and testify? We have a dress code. You can't come in unless you're wearing a suit. The expectation that every person in this country is going to have access to these things. Now, again, I will stress, I'm not saying it's the hardest thing in the world to get a suit, but I just don't like the idea that there could be a circumstance where we want a farmer to testify. And he says, look, man, I'm in the field 16 hours a day. I ain't got no time to go out and get 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 a tailor-fit suit or find a suit. Maybe I can borrow one. But if they want to come in and they want to show what it actually is like to be the person who is the foundation of this country, producing the things that make this country good, then, or, or make this fun- country function, then I think it's fine to say, okay, maybe you shouldn't have grease on your hands. Wash your hands in the bathroom. Clear that off. But if you're going to show up showing the American people this is what it looks like when you work for this country, I find that acceptable. And I don't like that they're like, you can't come into our elite chamber because you represent this country. So you have to wear the clothes we determine you can wear.
1: Well, and it's reflective of a, a larger cultural change. I mean, we used to be a more formal society. Men used to wear hats. Like there were all kinds of things that we used to do that still cling on some parts of society and don't exist everywhere, right? Like... 100 years ago, hoodies didn't exist. People still got dressed. They wore something else. I mean, there was a time when there was an expectation of dress code that was just different. And maybe it's good that our culture has changed. But I don't think that like, it has to be elite. I think you're right that people should be able to come shouldn't be excluded, especially if it's going to affect their daily lives, because they don't have a suit.
4: I got no problem with you have to wear pants, you have to wear shoes, you have to wear a shirt, and you have to be clean. I can totally understand all those things. There's questions of hygiene, And I do respect, to a great degree, the idea of professionalism. I don't respect the idea of the arbitrary suit as the symbol of what it is to be professional because I view a working class American in his, maybe it's a mechanic and he's wearing a jumpsuit. That to me is more indicative of someone who works for this country than these, I'm going to refrain from cussing and insulting these pieces of trash, these corporate funded sellouts who don't actually represent you and your values and sell mm. your values out to the highest bidder. Would you I have about- very little respect for these people. And to be like, it's the clothing they wear yeah. that shows professionalism, I, that, that, I'm sorry, dude. I, I, how about this? Every one of these people has to wear the outfit that is, deemed, that is the average worker's clothing in the state they come from. They percentage. sold
5: us out to the max. It feels that way right now. Right now today, I feel like we've been sold out to the max by the people that are in charge. I feel like it's, I feel that way personally. I'm like, man, they. they every time they get together, they, they don't make the right decision for the civilians and the people every single time. And just like what you're saying, you're having a hard time even not saying bad things about I was them. You wanna lose your mind, you wanna be like these. But it's a
4: right attitude none of, to have because none of these look where people, we are right now. None of these people are an actual representation of the people in their state. Maybe maybe a couple. And I don't want to say, none. I, I, I shouldn't be absolute because there's a handful of people. I, I do like that are in Congress and the Senate. But I'm just, I'll say it again. The idea that they determine that what they wear is proper respect and what the average working class American wears is disrespectful, I do not like that idea. Again. Fetterman should not be wearing jogging shorts. That, that I agree. is No like, hammer pants. Yeah, look. No, I mean, pants, whatever, man. Just wear pants, be clean, wear a shirt and pants. What about? Shorts, I have no problem saying you can't have shorts on. You got to wear pants. What about
5: this
0: shirt? Not you know, got something problem with something it. like that. You do or don't? No problem. Because uh, people will wear more scandalous and wilder shirts to stand I mean, out in Congress. Up, button it up. Don't show your chest or
4: whatever. And that's the thing about like, <laughs> I think it's fine if they're saying he's got to wear pants at the very least, like shorts are not acceptable. I'm totally. What about fine with color?
5: It. Like if they don't they, care, colors fine. You think they'd we're kick we're Sam more. Smith out for having that shirt of that little baby child Definitely sucking not. on a lollipop? No, they would. That's not open weird. Open arms. They would yeah. welcome him in, right? Oh, Sam, on, I love your shirt on the floor of the I, Senate. I,
4: I just, you know, I got to be honest. I really don't like suits. I don't
5: that like ties.
0: Neckties yeah. are liability. It's a choke hazard.
2: That's the first thing I thought of when we were talking about suits. Is your choke hazard? I can't stand.
0: Thing. I don't wear neckties. I wear suit jackets happily because they keep me warm and they look nice. But like this is like they are servants, yeah. And you want to remind them you're a servant and wear that tie, sir. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I can't. I just, I, like I, I think it's pretentious. Gucci suit. I, I think this. Us. I
4: think it's pretentious. I agree when people say we want to represent this country well, and we want to look professional and clean, you are correct. It is not correct in my opinion, however, that that is the only way to do it. Fetterman is not professional there. We agree. Wearing that suit is not the only way to be a professional. And so we should have respect for people who, who, who represent this country in other ways. As a brief aside, just,
0: yeah. do you know why Fetterman doesn't wear suits?
4: It's a gimmick. He's worn a suits on, on a few occasions. And it, 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 it's a gimmick. Like we were saying, I doubt he wears it at home. I mean, why are you wearing a hoodie and shorts? It's contradictory. Oh yeah. It's not, it's stupid. Yeah, right, it's, a, it's an
5: oxymoron.
1: <laughs> I knew a bunch of girls who'd wear like the mini skirts and Ugg boots and it would make all of our female teachers so mad. They're like, if you're cold wearing Ugg boots, why are you wearing a skirt? I'm gonna it wear
5: is a short I mean. shirt, but can I wear these gloves? You're yeah. Like, you don't need gloves right now, bro.
4: <laughs> I don't know, That's man. That's
5: weird. That's just my thing, whatever.
4: All right, we're gonna go to Super Chats, everyone. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and become a member by going to TimCast.com. That is specifically, go to TimCast.com, click join us. And that is how you become a member. Some people often confuse YouTube membership with TimCast.com membership. I want to make sure that's clear. At TimCast.com, there will be a members-only uncensored show coming up at 10 p.m. where we will talk about things that are not so family-friendly and also take calls from you, the members. And as a member... You will be a part of the, the our Discord community. For those that don't know what that is, it means you are in basically a social network space where you're hanging out and talking in real time with other people who have similar ideas to you or believe in similar things, maybe disagree with you, you'll have conversations. The, the members are really awesome. They've started their own shows, their own pre-shows, their own after-shows. So I really recommend you guys check this out. It's a whole lot of fun. Let's uh read your super chats. Noah Sanders says, finally got my silver beanie. That's the YouTube membership, silver beanie. Can't wait for the Miami show in less than three weeks. It's going to be great to meet Tim, Luke, Ian, and other elite members. That's right, the elite membership for timcast.com is one hundred bucks a month. We created it because we thought, why not? Uh, if you don't want, if you don't want to spend that to support what, the work we do and be involved, you don't have to. But for those that do, we try to keep you involved as much as possible. So uh, in Miami, we're going to have a three p.m. meet and greet for elite members only. You'll need a ticket to the event. Well, actually, no, I don't, I'm not so sure you will. If you're in Miami and you're not going to the event, but you're an elite member, I'm pretty sure that's totally fine. Like, I don't, I don't know why we would tell you not to come. But the general idea was, it was like, you might need a ticket. I don't want, I can't say too much. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm revealing too much. You might need a ticket. You, you, you may understand what, that, what I'm trying to say here. So, uh, but yes, we're gonna do a big hangout. It's gonna be super awesome. I think we're gonna be doing like a catering thing and we're gonna have a lot of fun. So yeah, man, really appreciate it, Noah. And uh, looking forward to seeing everybody there. Cat Facts, super chatted saying, cats can jump up to six times their height. Wow, that's really great. I just wanna give a shout out to Baldur's Gate 3 and the uh, ability to speak to animals. Because you can talk to all the animals and it's hilarious. Yeah, I, I gave three of my characters that ability. And you talk to like just the in dogs. case. The, yeah. It's oh, really funny because the dogs, squirrels, are, you name it. You, you go to a dog and the dog's like, "Hello, friend. I hope you're. I hope you're doing well." And you go up to the cats and they're like, "Servant, help." I'm not kidding. <laughs> you, you talk to the cat and it's like, "Servant, please. I need food. Like, I'm. I'm dead serious." It's- it's really funny like that's what they think cats are thinking i have and cats they probably that think are. They're
5: dogs. i have two cats that think they're dogs <laughs> do you really? have a dog too i have four dogs that the cats only have ever that my two cats have only ever been around dogs and humans they don't they don't they, they do so many dog like things that i don't think they figured it out yet they they lay with the dogs they eat at the same time as the dogs they try to go out the dog door it's it's like i got, I got puppies, two too. dog they're cats doing dog stuff, huh? yeah they are
4: All right. Max Reddick says, Tim, you got to have destiny back on to debate Joe Biden's corruption regarding the quid pro quo. He's heard the arguments but isn't buying it.
0: Yes. I just watched a two hour video of Destiny on his channel, which you should watch from I think it's yesterday, and of what, a guy just explaining everything from twenty fourteen and I, I watched about forty minutes of it so and far. And then he just goes, No. No, he's he's writing it down as the guy's explaining it to him. And we should have the guy that explained it to him on the show because he knows everything. Everything. And, and, he knows so much. But what is Destiny's response? Did you say okay. I watched about thirty yeah, he's like, just just keep don't worry about Donald Trump because the guy's like, and I should point out that if this happened with Trump Jr. and Destiny's like, don't worry about that. Just i my brain is open i want the information yeah and the title is destiny here's the conserva pill or whatever and it's pretty (laughs) it's wonderfully entertaining not only to see someone learning but to have the data, it is not a conservative position to point
4: out Joe Biden did these things.
7: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at thirty thousand feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
4: These are fact based things. Joe Biden got. Uh, OK, let's let's start from the beginning. Hunter Biden calls D.C. and says we need help dealing with a prosecutor who's investigating barisma. Shortly after that call, I think it was a few days or it might have been a week. Biden flies to the flies to Ukraine and says, if you don't fire the prosecutor, you're not getting a billion dollars. Under what authority does Joe Biden have to do this? Well, the argument is under the president's authority. Okay, sure, fine, whatever. The prosecutor gets fired, later signs a sworn affidavit saying he was fired because he was investigating Barisma, where the son of Joe Biden was on the board. Let's pause right there. What do we have here at the bare minimum? Joe Biden engaged in a conflict of interest, should have not been involved in Ukraine so long as his son was involved
5: as well. He tells that story too. Out of his own mouth, he goes, I right. wonder, oh, no, he, 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 he He's proves video. himself, it's the on CFR video, saying he tells it. that story. The bare minimum
4: we have, if the story was literally just as Joe Biden explained it and nothing else, it's a conflict of interest and it should have been stopped and should be investigated. And if that's all it is, fine, so be it. But considering Devin Archer and Tony Babulinski have already testified that Biden was influence peddling using his son as a proxy, effectively testified to that degree. Devin Archer saying that, Hunter Biden was selling the brand, saying, my dad's the VP. This is what you get. Then being Hunter being told to make the call to protect the company, Joe Biden was very much involved. Plus, then you have Hunter Biden saying his dad takes his salary. You have the email where he says 10% for the big guy. We know exactly what's going on. For anyone to hear these things, then be like, no, they're just lying to you. They are outright just saying to your face, they don't care. That There's he's, bank he's
5: documents, out. too. You could see oh, the, I know. No. The, the bank documents. And then they even have it broken down to the list of things that he spent... The money on at he, he did housework on his Delaware property. He did housework on a beach property. He they have it down to like they found the money. They found where it all went and they found where it all went out to. It's like a money trail. Hard the
0: the video on Destiny's channel is called Destiny wipes away his opinion on Biden takes conservative pill. It's from four days ago. <laughs> takes conservative out. pill. Yeah,
4: he see he's a grifter.
0: He's like yawning. and he's realized he's, I'm gonna. He's yawn. But he's like sticking with it. It's badass.
4: No, the thing about Destiny is that he very, very much does have hard liberal uh, moral perspectives, and has no problem saying them outright. He agrees on the facts, so we get along. I think he's great. He he comes and hangs out, and then we're like, we'll talk about something. We we're we are playing poker, and we'll say something. He's like, well, of course, but here's what I think. And I'm like, how could you have that moral opinion? He's like, Cause I do. For example, the first time he came on, he made a comment about the COVID uh, policies. They were Im- the, the policies they implemented using COVID during, uh, as a, using the crisis as, 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 an excuse to steamroll things through. And his response wasn't no, that never happened. It was when else would you do it? And so it's like, he understands the fact when COVID happened, they steamrolled in policies, exploiting the crisis. My aunt, my, my view is that's an immoral thing to do. His, his view was when else would they do it? They need to implement change. This is the perfect time. And I'm like, that's interesting. And he's totally honest about his his views morally. And I, okay, we disagree on that. That's fine. You're allowed to. So I'm I'm a big fan. I look. For, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll check that. out. It's good. All right. Matt Kinder says I'm heading to Miami so I can ask Hannah Claire to marry me, and I get to meet <laughs> Trump Jr. as well. What a
0: day! I can't wait. She might say no. Just be prepared.
8: Uh.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, not sp- I, I'm just going to direct all inquiries to uh, Dane Font on Twitter and also just like send her dowries to my dad, you know?
4: Yeah. And uh, well, you know, and actually because, Bitcoin. Of, Bitcoin because of the Me Too movement,
1: Several ghosts. you know, we're, we're
4: going to have to tell you that you're not allowed to do that. But Carter will be there and you can certainly propose to him because he's a guy. So it's not a Me Too thing. No.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shot, I
8: guess.
4: <laughs> all right. Let's grab some more Super Chats. Jeremy Paul says, first time being able to make it by eight. Love the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Please ask Phil and these fellas about their thoughts on BRRF 2023. Love the rock shine. I keep up the work, guys. Are you familiar with that? What, Blue Ridge? Oh, is that Blue Ridge Rock Fest?
5: Yeah. 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 Were you guys there? No, we weren't there. We had a great experience. Last year, you guys were with us. That was us. awesome. Yeah, we got to see it was you guys awesome. Play. It was so, amazing. Wow. Oh, thank you. We had a great time with you guys, and and this our got, experience was great. This guy's throwing
4: the drumstick in the air as he's playing with amazing guy. posture.
5: <laughs> Trevor's posture is incredible. Yeah, it's, it's yoga. Yoga. <laughs> he does got great posture. Logo? It's good posture. No yoga.
4: But oh, we but we <laughs> didn't we didn't we didn't go either. I mean, so you were saying there was
5: hail? We dodged a bullet. Yeah, we didn't go. It was rough. Hey, yeah, so this year. so
6: this is hearsay. Like I wasn't there, but um, the tour we're on right now, the sound guy is the. Dang, who, who was the uh, who was he doing the sound for? Um, oh, I don't remember. It was Black Label Society's guitar player, maybe? I don't know. Um, it was I don't a know. disaster. He, he, he sure. was, there, he was really? there, and he didn't even leave this hotel because th- he said that there was a ton of hell, and they had to cancel the whole thing. The and whole thing. The whole thing. They moved locations from last year, which last year was, you were there. Yeah. Even yeah. though it was raining, it was very smooth. All the bands were on time. All the bands got to play. It was great. Yeah. This year they moved locations. They had trouble shuttling people to and from the show. And uh wow. there was really horrible weather. So yeah, they they I
5: I I support Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Yeah, they're we really love awesome. it. They treat us great. And I really hope they bounce back from this. If you're a fan listening, don't give up on them. Give them another chance. It was a
1: lot of
4: fun last year. It was it was fun, so fun, good. fun it was festival.
5: Amazing. They
1: don't control the weather, you know. Yeah, they don't
5: control the winter. Independently owned, you know, for now until Is it- yeah, that's it's, great. It,
4: it's it's massive. I got to see Guar and Tenacious D. I think I think today's deal was right after Guar.
5: Every time a corporate Sprang entity buys those. one of these things, we get exiled. Yep. Adalida's <laughs> ways the first band out. Seriously, we used to do uh, a couple of big ones and then and then the corporate faction, it gets so successful, the corporate uh, monsters come in and they buy the festival and then and then that next year I'm I'm like, "Hey, we doing we doing Ink on the Clinking? They're like, nah, man, it got bought out. You'll never play it again. Wow. It's like, yeah, you, you as an independent act. Yeah, we gotta do our own. We
4: gotta do our own. We got some stuff working on in the background. Uh we're we're uh putting together a convention. Okay. I, I won't say too much until we get the ball rolling on it, but we're looking at areas, uh, an area probably out here in uh in, in some some part of Apple where we here. can get a a big enough space. But we wanna do all right, I'm just gonna say it anyway. The the preliminary stuff is we want to do um an independent media and parallel economy convention where it's it's basically we've got this growing uh th- this growing space of all these independent content creators across the board from uh sports science politics you name it and so I'm like I mean we should have a place where once a year everybody comes together and we build that community you know we're doing this thing in Martinsburg where we want to it's preliminary as well but uh we're having a meeting about it in a couple of days To invest in a bunch of businesses and set up brick and mortar shops for these parallel economy businesses, these companies that Public Square supports and that support Public Square. That's a great idea. And then I'm thinking like, well, what about like we might have that cool little, you know, strip of downtown where people can hang out and go to Cousin T's diner and get some Casper coffee, maybe a slice of pizza at Papa Jack's. But what about a once a year convention? And it's like, okay, well, you know, let's find a place where we can something. So so it's very, very preliminary, but that's the the general idea.
5: Get brilliant minds together too. Culture like you know, say, exactly. culture like, wars. Get brilliant minds together. Think about the we're the think tech. They're meeting in Davos. Those two thousand yep. to come up with plans. Why can't we meet somewhere, to come up with our plans? The We're smart. The people's got good game plans. plans. You know. Yeah, people. But well, then, aside form. from that,
4: we should we should make our own music festival. We should. You know what I mean, we should how, start. We start. We got to start making these things. How It'd many? Be cool bands? to
1: have those days where like people are talking to panelists and at night have musical performances from people who are in the space. Oh, like they kick It'd on at so six fun. or something. Yeah.
0: What would be a good amount of bands care. to get for like a solid festival day or weekend? Trevor does all
5: the scheduling, so you well, can just go through the schedule in your mind. Right? How many?
6: I'd say like fifteen bands, probably
4: for to one day bands yeah but we do we let's say we do a convention out here somewhere on the east coast somewhere you know appalachia we find a big enough center maybe we start small we start small we expect a couple thousand attendees or something and then we get some bands interlaced with speakers and it's just a, it's just like two or three days you look at what like charlie kirk does and they got massive stuff going on but that's, i think
5: you could have some massive too i think that there's a movement right now i think bands used to be super like when we used to walk into a room early on because we were kind of like it had this kind of mindset years back uh we were like the outsiders everywhere we went in the music industry but now we're noticing that we're showing up and there's there's bands that are more like-minded to us i think there's some of the biggest bands too i think a band you you could have a band like Down or you know phil's band too like there's big there's more of a culture coming up that oh, yeah. i think would fit in with what you're talking about in, in a but, festival so it could be bigger because you could just get the right act to, to headline it who feels passionately like we all yeah, do?
6: Look at, at at Blue Ridge. One of the coolest moments that happened is is because I think they lost power. There's a viral video going where Shinedown got on a stage with their acoustic guitars and they played their one of their biggest hits, Second Chance," in front of a thousands thousands of people. No PA. Everyone's shouting the lyrics back at them. And Oliver wow. Anthony's on stage with them, playing you know his guitar. Crazy. And that was a super cool moment.
4: I wonder if Billy Corgan would come get smashing pumpkins. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He's, he's super cool. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they we, are we, so
0: good, man. Every time I hear pumpkins, I, they're getting like better and better too.
4: Always. I, I don't Legends. know if it, I'm, I'm enjoying
0: it more or if Billy is just more woke up.
4: I have a I have a first edition Siamese Dream vinyl. I love this so What a great album. Dude, that album rocks. You know what? You two have
5: some stuff in common with songwriting. You you do your own thing. And he was all about that, man. When you listen to him talk about songwriting, he's like, I wanna do things that are different. I wanna go and be myself and try all these change. Like he, he was very, very, sometimes when I hear your songwriting and when I listen to you, your writing reminds me of, of Billy's. Would be cool. Me I met him.
4: I met him once. He's uh uh. He he signed a poster for me. And he it was it was it's a crazy story because I met him all excited, and he was like, "You're Tim Pool," and I was like, "Whoa!" Like this yeah. is a crazy day for me. I was I was. This was a several years ago, but I'm a huge fan. I've I've grew up listening to Smashing Pumpkins, They're like one of my favorite bands. But let's uh, let's read some more. We got uh, Adrian Horta Martinez says Tim and Team first super chat been here since the beginning. Montgomery Texan here. Can you make a segment or sh- shed light on the Terranos Houston story by Daily Wire. Greg Abbott sold us out, letting us letting a city be built specifically for illegal. Wow. For illegal immigrants. Mm -hmm. That is cartel run and backed. Whoa.
1: Mm -hmm.
4: Well, we need to do that thing where we have like you, Hannah Claire, do the breakdown of the Biden scandal. Yeah, I'm down. So we should figure that out. I mean, it's up to you if you want to write if you want to write like a long form breakdown of like these big events.
1: Yeah, I'd love to just
4: have you record it and then have someone edit a video.
1: Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it.
4: All right. There you go. There you go, AJ. Okay, coming soon. (laughs) Right on. Let's grab some more Super Chats. Karsten Ellsworth said they did the same thing to Justin Roiland with Rick and Morty. He lost everything due to allegations that didn't end up being true. Why cancel before evidence? Yup. Dude, that's crazy, too. And they're like, we're going to keep doing Rick and Morty without Justin Roiland. How? He's the voice of Rick and Morty. (laughs) Have they
5: done one yet? I don't know. It's going to go downhill. If you get rid of a guy. You get rid of the creator. You get rid of the the heart and soul of the project. It's yeah. just gonna. You're gonna be able to tell. It's like when Game of Thrones went off course and started writing the the ending of the series yep. without the books. And you were like, you could just immediately tell. It's like episode one. Well, this is worse. Oh man, dude!
4: Like the part where it's like they fly a dragon across the entire continent in a, in an hour. It's just like, did they think about what was going on from the North Wall all the way south? Like this is stupid. Logic thing ever. went out the window. Sound familiar? Dude, the new Rick and Morty is gonna be hilarious because you're gonna get it's gonna show Morty. It's gonna be like, "Hey, I'm Morty," and then Rick's gonna be like, "Oh, Morty, I'm Rick," and you're gonna be like, "What is this? This is weird." I wonder if they'll use AI
1: the Rock, They'll be like, offering AI, cereal."
0: They're probably rapidly trying to build the AI program right now to mimic Royland's voice. And like,
5: we own the rights. It Ro- needs to be put an end to the 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 the, the guilty. Right out the gate needs to go away. That needs to, to stop now. It needs to be innocent until proven guilty. And that's it. That's huge, dude. Supporting innocence is such a big part of what we're going through right
0: now. Bro, I'm willing to bet that I can drop Rick's
4: voice, Justin Rowland's uh, voice, into Eleven Labs. And it will give us Rick. But we'll do this in the members only show because I'm, we're, we're in Super Chits now. And we're going to talk about AI anyway. So as we're talking about the AI stuff, I will attempt to clone the voice of justin <laughs> roiland and i think it'll take 30 seconds i seriously think it'll take 30 seconds let's read some more super chats waffle sense says i had a twitter poll i had a poll on twitter today and 25 percent of the people that took my bowl were graped by russell russell brand oh i see that's right now you've got a lot more allegations to add to the list huh neurodivergence says, dear ian you are the canada of timcast irl sincerely a canadian <laughs> just a friendly ally to the north that's right
1: Canada's got a great culture. I say that because I am Canadian oh, also.
4: I love Canada. We used All to right. vacation there. RP says, who would win in a fight? Bruce Lee versus Tarzan. Scenario, jungle clearing, no weapons. I'm sorry, that's Tarzan. a bad question. It's Bruce Lee, no question. <laughs> no, it, why would Tarzan win? He's got no fighting experience. Yeah, you're right. But he hides it's, it's, in the trees. No, now get out of here. Like, dude, we're talking about jungle Ooh. clearing and no weapons. So oh, it's an okay. open space. No, Bruce. Tarzan's going to be strong. But Bruce
5: Lee's strong and trained to fight. You're talking about one. You're talking about a martial artist that some of the greatest martial artists in the world emulate. You got guys like Anderson Silva, Conor McGregor. These guys were obsessed with Bruce Lee because he was so good at martial arts.
4: You know, Bruce Lee was so fast they had to slow the camera down. Jeez. Normally during these movies they would speed things up to make the action look faster and stronger. But Bruce Lee was too fast. May have been all the meth he was doing. You know, I'm not sure. I think it was meth. Whatever. Mm. Google it. I yeah, know. I think Maybe was just
1: taking a lot of B12. He's no, I think, wasn't, wasn't
4: that it, that he was like doing meth a lot?
5: I don't know. Are
4: you looking it up? Yeah.
5: Was it meth? My brother does meth and he's slower than ever. What's,
4: what's up well, with yeah, that? because it breaks you,
0: right? He's LSD, a, uh, cocaine, so, cannabis uh, revealed by Robert Baker. Okay, uh, so he's doing coke.
4: Well, his, that could do it too. That makes Linda, sense. His, his wife told Robert <laughs> Baker that he was doing
0: coke, LSD, right. and cannabis. <laughs>
4: that makes sense. So, I, I read that his he, his brain was swelling or something. That's how he died. And some may have thought he, he used to like electrocute himself too. Hmm. Yeah. He would do, he, yeah. It's like, it, it, it's Whoa. a he legit just, thing they do. He said
0: he did drugs to get into character for movies. Wow. Like, was he tripping on LSD while he was doing that? Oh, man. That'd
6: be wild.
4: All right. Rob says Aaron Lewis of Stained and Sean Danielson of Smile Empty Soul would be some pretty based guests to have on. It would also be cool to hear from them and Phil talk about their time in the industry. Aaron Lewis is going to be out here uh, soon. They're
5: both my friends, man.
4: You know, you know, Aaron Lewis. I know. Hit him up, tell so him to come yeah, on because he's, he's actually going to be here. Yeah. He's going to be at uh, Hollywood Charlestown. Uh, y'all should come out and check out his show, man, because it's a really great venue for a show like, um, uh, for uh, Aaron Lewis. I'm googling at the same time. Sorry. Uh, here we go. Let me pull up the dates here. We'll give a shout out to him. Uh, December first, he's going to be here. December first and second. He's going to be at Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in Charlestown, West Virginia. It's about an hour outside of D.C. Y'all should come. Uh, He's been out here before, but uh, I I was I was thinking about this, too. I'm like, it would be cool to get in touch with him and see if while he's out here. I don't. I don't know what his tour might be I, like. I can connect you guys. I can get it done. Hit him up. I mean, that yep. would be an honor. That'd be yeah. so amazing if he if we could have him on the show around that time. I'll make the connection. It's tough though because he might have to leave before. Well,
6: let's just you know see. I mean?
5: Let's let's, let's yeah. see, try to make it happen. That'd
6: be so amazing. Yeah. Well, Sean fans. from Smile Empty would definitely come on.
5: Well, yeah, we're we're looking to do a tour together. So I've been talking to him. Yeah, th- these are two guys that I that I that I feel like I can maybe connect the dots. If you want to
4: do it, too, it, man. On. Let's read some more. We got Brandon Smith. who says over ninety percent of corn, soybeans, and sugar beets in the U.S. are genetically modified. Oh yeah. Don't you love it? And not genetically modified in the sense where they cross select plants to breed for like seedlessness or something. We're talking about injecting E. coli or whatever into the, into the plant itself to alter its genetic. Makeup yeah. Model. Not like
5: what we picked off your tree in the backyard. Nothing like that. You know, we're, that's Papa, the goods. dude. Come on. Yeah. I'm going to go it's smash crazy. a few of those later on. Mm.
4: Yeah. So it's, it's like you can just peel them right open. It's amazing. Oh, and then yeah. just, yeah, it's nuts, dude. I couldn't imagine, you know, if you if if it's two hundred, three hundred years ago, just living out here, you're like, I can't wait for September when the food is just literally everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh we, yeah. So we've got wild grapes everywhere. They're uh, they're called frost grapes. They taste they taste super tart, but uh, they're okay. They're pretty good. We get berry season. You get a bunch of fruits. We got pears. It's just there's so much fruit. We might as
0: well be living on a farm. It's at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. They made a holiday because it was so wondrous when you didn't starve at the end of the.
5: Yeah, you guys got nothing summer. to worry about, man. When, when I, I'm glad that you. That you oh, inform deer, people, dude. you inform people on what's going on out there. But you are away from the hustle and bustle. You've got fruit growing in your backyard. There are no—I don't think there's anything uh, to fret over here. The only we downside got, we is we got like twenty deer the, just yeah. around
4: this property. It's yeah. nuts.
5: The downside
0: is I don't feel a pulse on the the nature of humanity very well out here. I feel isolated. We do, yeah. But
4: bro, bro, the, 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 culture, uh, the culture, the the pulse on the culture of humanity is not in cities. People yeah. people have isolated themselves. They don't even talk to their neighbors. That's not the pulse of humanity. Yeah.
6: We're Small on the ground, town, man. Stuff. Everyone has like three jobs right now. That's where we've, yeah. we've yep. realized we from our fans. Our fans
5: all have three jobs. They're working multiple jobs. Uh, multiple fans of ours uh, were retired and have come out of retirement. Yeah, that's the uh, unemployment numbers. Yep. people have had to go back to work. We are on the ground in America on a van. You know, We have a Sprinter van. We drive it across the whole country. We stay in hotels. We've been. We've done 100 dates. By the end of this run, we'll do 100 dates for the year. So over the last 15 years, we have the pulse on the United States, and it's worse than I've ever seen it. And we can't let that bake into our minds because we got to turn it around. It's time to turn it around. We can't let negativity win this battle to where we fall into a negative mindset and it just keeps getting more negative. we got to turn it around right now. We've got to understand where we're at. We see the pulse, the U.S., it's in a negative direction. It's time to kick it into gear, become united, be a swarm of bees instead of one singular bee, Together, they'll, prop, they'll run, man. One bee's bugging you, you can slap it away. 50 bees are coming at you, you run. We need to all stick together, come together, and 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 set the tone for the future for us right now. We're not going to accept the direction that we're heading in right now. It's not good on the ground.
4: We got one just for you guys. Falcon later says, I love Adelita's Way's song, Get It On. However, it sounds really distorted. I'd pay for a remastered version that has a better sound quality. Is that like an older song or something? or? Yeah, I wonder
5: it's prob- what she's listening on. Yeah, it's probably something we just put out too. you know. I, I like that song too, and and uh, sometimes we we go in the studio and and we make what we want, and it sounds really different, and then it, and it and it doesn't make a record or it doesn't make you know our plans, and then eventually we we put it out for our fans because it's. You you get into the mode of like why not right yeah. let them hear it so I think get it on it just it just yeah the budget might not have been the highest for that song that it could have been maybe never, it needs to be remastered I don't know I'll look you, into that that's you, good
4: you never know because uh, I hear all these stories where it's like the band says this is it this is our hit song they put it out and no one cares and then they're like well here's a B side and then boom number one and they're right. like
5: damn always happens yeah.
4: Like, well, I guess that's one people like, you know,
0: I thought that was a danger of experimenting as a musician is if you create an experiment that hits the top, then you're like, well, I don't know how I made that one, that crazy weird thing. Now I've got to try and do you ever
5: get that fear and just end up staying in a lane? That's like, I know they like it. No, my, my biggest, I have the opposite fear. I want to go in the studio. I still want to write the best song in the world. Every time I go in the studio, I've got that kind of like challenge for myself. I'd love to, to write just the greatest song that exists at that moment in time, a timeless song. Um, but I think what scares me is what if you had your whole career where your songs were what they were and then you covered a song and the cover song became your biggest song that's, that's my lot, fear that's happened to my uncle's band yeah. I, I, I don't i
4: that's, don't that's that's uh i think that's uh orgy and shiny toy guns i think that, that's so good that's for them so many bands it's yeah.
5: so many bands and it's good for them but as far as my personal legacy it would bum me out if i looked at my catalog of seven records and the number one top most listened to songs when i didn't write it would it would kind of make me like be like
4: yeah, yeah man but, my, bro bro even of these top songs were they even written by the person who performed them
5: Probably not. Some mm-hmm. of them are. Some some like it's an easier way in the industry to a, to to cover a, a smash. Not, not, I'm before. not
4: saying that. I'm saying like an artist will be given a song by a production company oh, saying yeah. like, we wrote this song. It's really good, and you're the person to perform. Like it. Like Max
0: Martin, he was notorious to give the the Backstreet Boys and Britney. Oh yeah, all their every stuff. song he wrote yep. them all. My uncle's band in the '70s, Tin Huey. He was uh, Michael Aylward, the lead singer. They hit it big with a a monkey's cover and never went anywhere. It never really went anywhere. They had a Sony, I think it was Sony deal, two records, but. It was just so popular. The cover, the already awesome song, and they were like Devo. They didn't really have like a, it was that weird Akron sound they had going on. Well, I'll tell you this though. For for in a lot of ways, if you're,
4: I would rather go see a cover band than like most local bands. That's a good. Well, look, you go to, you go to a bar see a cover band. You're gonna hear a bunch of songs you know and like live in person. And it's fun, and it's like you're going to the actual show of the band who wrote it. Like if you want to go see Muse perform, you go see Muse perform. If you're hanging out with your friends and there's a bar and they have a cover band playing, it's gonna be fun. Especially if they do requests. Like I've seen, like you guys have probably seen live band karaoke. Oh yeah. But if like if my friends say like, hey, we're gonna go out on Friday night. There's a show, and I'm like, by who? And they're gonna name some like three random bands. I'll be like, I have no disrespect to these bands. Right. I, mean,
5: I just don't know who they are. And they are fun nights. The the con- I think that's one thing that's getting lost a little bit. Like we're we're at the concerts every night. They're fun. They're fun nights out. And I think sometimes people lose, you know, everyone gets so drawn into, oh, what type of music is it? Rock, country. Like, look look at, look at a country concert. There's 20,000 people at some of these shows and then somehow rock got a bad name. But the rock concerts are fun, man. We play them every night and we look out there and we're like, dude, people are missing out sometimes. We, We think that, the, no the nights are so fun. People are missing out. We're like, people, man, this, this is the thing. People need to
4: go out and and interact and meet people. Like, people used to go do stuff. Yeah, you know what? You know what's really really crazy about music because I grew up in it. I grew up in an age of recordings. We all did recordings, and then MP3s. Yo, back in that, I was watching um, movies. I watched and I was watching that thing you do. It's like oh, yeah. back in the day, listening to music was going out. It was like, I wanna hear music. I can't hear it unless I go out somewhere. Yeah. like You you can't even, like. so they have radio eventually and songs play on the radio. And you're sitting there being like, man, I really wanna hear that one song by that band, but I guess I'll I'll get lucky if they play it. Before this, it was like, you liked music. It was only on the weekends at night and someone had to play it for you. Nowadays, it's just ubiquitous. Yeah. It's
0: like great as um as an entertainer to go to, like as a musician to go to a rock concert because I think we learn primarily through mimicry, humans, you know, by hearing or seeing and, and then reproducing. So like, I hear your song, it's cool, but when I see you perform it, now I know how you did it and I yeah. can mimic that. Yeah. Dude,
4: seeing you guys play live, there's no question. It's it's a hundredfold better than a recording. We rock, love what we do. Recordings can't it, capture it, dude. Like we I was we saying, do. like you're throwing the drumstick in the air, like the whole performance and everything is just, Man, indescribable.
5: I I know from playing with with the band for as long as we play together, we have a connection up there. Sometimes when I'm up there, I have to make it a point to start looking fans in the eyes because I'm having too much fun with my friends up there. You know, I got to be like, all right, you been, here you've so- been rocking out with Trevor too much. You got to back off. <laughs> Let's go and sing to some people. You know, like because you just get up there and. And uh, and we're really driven too. We I think that our our mindset has been positive about being in a band. Like you meet some, we we've met people in bands who their dreams have come true and they're so negative and they're so bummed out. And I'm like, dude, what are you so negative and bummed out for? You 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 travel the country, you do your dream, and you're so bummed out. And we've met that, and we promise ourselves we would never be like that. So we make the best of every day, and we've done that for almost 20 years. Make the best of every day. I'm like, what's it look like? He's like. We're going to party the way we party, man. Let's go do what we do. And we try to find all the things we like to do. We make sure the performance that we put on, we're having fun up there on stage and we never lose sight of the gratitude that I, that we have for our job. Do you guys get in the flow state when you're
0: performing? Oh,
4: oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Let's, uh, let's grab one more here. Aaron Richards says, there's a middle ground here, slacks and an ice golf shirt or a half zip over a button. The five suit rule by Steve Harvey gets 75 suit options. Every young man needs to know this info. Very resourceful. Yeah, and I think the compromise is telling people to be clean and to wear pants and to try and look presentable and nice. But I don't think there should be a set standard on like it is this or nothing. I don't think a suit is the only way to be a professional and to look professional because that implies that people who do business deals, CEOs, uh, uh, lawyers, basically, it, it implies that white collar is professional and nothing else, or it implies that blue collar professionals are not welcome in a space only white collar professionals. I just don't like that idea. There's there's a lot of people who do other jobs that are professional and they do more important jobs. I'm sorry, man. I think most blue collar jobs are are more important than most white collar jobs. That's just it. Yeah. I would I if if I was on an island, and then if I was going to be stranded on an island, I'm on a boat. And it's like only one, there's there's two boats and they're like, save me, you know, save me. It's a lawyer and it's a mechanic. I'm like, mechanic has more real world practical yeah. skills to help me survive on this island than the lawyer does.
5: The plumber is coming with me, let's yeah. go.
4: And you know best, how to do electricity. And the <sighs> best part is the plumber is gonna be like, I got two morons who talk for a living between me and, and the
0: lawyer. <laughs> oh yeah. So I'll take the mechanic. I just got a fire super chat from Phil that remains. <laughs> Give the Adelita's way. Boys, my best. Been listening on the drive back. Right on. Thanks, Phil. All right, everybody. Phil smash, here, buddy.
4: smash that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Share the show with your friends. Go to TimCast.com. Click join us. We're going to have a members only uncensored show. We're going to experiment with some AI stuff. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. We'll make some AI pictures and talk about the AI apocalypse on its way. And the latest developments. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me personally at Timcast. Do you guys want to shout anything out at Way?
5: Yes, please. We're on tour right now with our friends in Drowning Pool and Saliva and Any Given Sin. We are uh, our YouTube is almost at 100,000 subscribers, so please follow us on YouTube. Help us get that little our little plaque. We're looking forward to it. So follow Yo, us. I don't, I don't know 94. if the album's been in the
0: shot for the show, but you should pull that down and show people because oh, this man. is nasty looking. Yeah, I'm going to get one
6: of these. Nasty.
0: Is that
4: good or bad? Yeah, that's a good thing. Well, Final, I know, baby. We'll be
6: in Baltimore tomorrow if you guys want to uh, venture to that fun place. What time?
5: <laughs> what time we is We probably show go
6: on around 8 p.m. at Rams Head Live. Right on. So aw
5: home, vinyl baby this w- this whole thing was we were bringing back live music that we were the superheroes bringing back live music we were this the live- first band back on tour from covid Really? That's right
1: that's awesome where do
5: people get that at? people get the vinyl yeah you got to come to a show <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> come on to the concerts <laughs> right
4: on right on we got uh hannah Clayton, want to try anything else?
1: yeah uh Yeah. Well, i'm hannah Ramont, i'm a writer for timcast.com you should follow at timcast news on x and instagram can i say what i'm doing in miami when i'm there yeah okay so uh josie the redhead libertarian and i are going to sit down with michael Seifert, the public square ceo so i hope you guys are all coming to miami because i think it'll be really fun it's right before irl so something else to check out and i'm really excited to be on stage with her because she's great if you want to follow me personally i'm on twitter at hc and on instagram at hannah thank you so much and
4: then after that alex stein will be doing a 15 minute set which nice. is going to be really good
0: what time you and josie go live you know what time that starts? Uh, six. I
1: think it's like six, but I don't know. You should just buy our tickets and come. And yeah. it'll, it'll well, be it's there. not going to be live. No, we're not live, but we're yeah. on stage. So we're exclusive to the event, which I think is yeah. pretty cool.
0: I just want to shout out Adelitas Way, Power, the newest single or one of the newest singles. I don't know if they're all. And I want people to check it out. I was saying on this with you guys, it was awesome, and I hope we do it again. Well, we should do it again pretty soon. Let's do
5: it again. A little more. Get
0: even more integrated next time. Let's Song just lock ourselves
5: in the studio, man. Holler
0: back at you, Ricky. Let's go. Love it every minute, baby. Check it out. Power. Where do people get it? Is it on iTunes. Everywhere.
5: Check it out. iTunes, Power. Spotify, follow it everywhere. Power is is, is it's doing great, man. A visceral. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Fun.
2: All right, Carter. I enjoy the song too. I helped track some of Ian's harmonies. And once again, thank you guys for coming down. I still remember, Rick, when you sang Happy Birthday to a fan at Blue Ridge Rock Fest last year. thought that was particularly cool. So yeah, follow our latest way. Follow Tim Cast songs on YouTube. Go to trashhouse.com. You can get Bright Eyes. Some of our other songs are coming out. And if you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at Carter Banks on Twitter, Carter Banks4L on Instagram, where I post pictures of my cat. <laughs> Right on. All right,
4: everybody, we will see you all over at TimCast.com in about a minute or so. Thanks for hanging out.